one. Do do do. Hey, let's get it. Welcome back to another episode of Black Man Do Talk Where we have overdue conversations from a black man's perspective It's your boy, Caleb Edward Lee Berry And it is also your other boy, Trey McCall I know it's good because you're in the mic slurping do the eye, do the eye, do the eye. Whoa. <laughs> yo, yeah. Hey, yeah. Yep. yeah. Hey, yo. Yeah, yeah. Animals. You had to get you had to get button for that. Hey, yeah. He had to get up top button to you. That was for you. He was slurping. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm on I'm on a podcast with five year olds, apparently. <laughs> I'm on the podcast with five year olds. Hey, yo, this is fire, bro. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Y'all took that. Y'all took that concentrate. Y'all took that concentrate coffee. Y'all on ten right now, bro. Y'all are on ten right now, bro. Y'all hey, look. Right hey, now. this don't got no cane sugar. This is free of cane sugar. You talking about the refresher? Is this free of cane sugar? Is this free of cane sugar? Yeah. Yo, this is crazy. Five grams. Is FDA approved? Did you say FDA approved? <laughs> oh, hey, I'm your host, Street Hills. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we here. You know Man. what I'm saying? Yeah, we are going crazy right now with this uh, off-world refresher, which we're going to talk about later goodness on. Goodness gracious. But, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is that goodness gracious right here. <laughs> goodness gracious. First bite of that goodness gracious. Said, mm, smackable. Mm. Mm, tastes good. Mm. Delicioso. Delicioso. <laughs> Muy delicioso. This is the word I learned in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is hilarious, bro. Oh my gosh. You said yeah. what? You can't hear him in the speaker? Yeah, they always oh. be turning me down. Oh, man. <laughs> you're, you're hot in the, in the mic. I don't know. Maybe you should turn speaker up. Maybe. There we go. That's better. There Check. it is. Check. Check. How y'all fellas now? doing this week, man? Bad. How y'all? How, how was y'all's week, man? Talk to us. I'm gonna go first. Sure. I'll go first. It was. It was. It was all good just a week ago. Yeah. Uh, my car broke down yesterday, so you know, oh, man. Dang. I'm trying to figure it out. You know, she uh, she might be on her last leg, guys. I don't know, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not trying to get off topic, but. These drinks are making it seem like it's not that big a deal. Facts, bro. But facts. I do That's know facts. that transportation is vital for an adult. Yes, facts. so yes, very much so. very true. I yeah. don't want to downplay it, but again, these drinks though. <laughs> these drinks. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna hold you, I'm, bro. I'm right it's there amazing. with you. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but no, nah, week was good, man. Week was good. That's what's up. I was about to say my week was trash. Until I came in here and, and drunk oh some of this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 These drinks <laughs> are crazy. You know bro. what I'm saying? Like These this, drinks are going crazy. This done brighten up my day. Yeah, yeah. This done. Yeah, I ain't get paid to say this either. You know what I'm saying? This is not a paid sponsorship. Godly. You know. This is crazy. Nah, I was I was dead serious. This week was nah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but this. You know. This I drink, might have to drink the rest of this, this brother. This drink is actually going crazy right now. Better than alcohol. Better than alcohol. Wow. Are y'all good? The caffeine. Okay. I can dig it. All right. All right. Well, uh, okay. Dig it up. Bump, yeah. bump. I had you know a, what I'm saying? I had a battle yesterday, so. How'd the battle go? Did you body the nigga? Um, Cooked him. I know he did. Man, so, it was rhetorical. Uh, well, here's the thing. When it comes to a body bag in a battle, it's, it's one of those things where you have to 
undoubtedly feel like you won the crowd. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I can feel like I mentally bodied you because I had better bars, I had better lyricism, et cetera. For sure. But I was, it was an uphill battle because that crowd was, I guess, unfamiliar with who I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the votes was like. That's always hard, man. 80% to him winning and 20% me. Now, mind you, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But I've, I've never been that low on a poll before. But, like, when it's his league named after him at his at his home space and it's only like 30 people oh, in there. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a little tough. I was like, dang, yo. Like, yeah. I was spitting some crazy st- Bro. What's the craziest bar you spit? Um, Give me the craziest eight bar cow you got. Bro, so so he's from Utah. <clears throat> yeah. And he's like, he talks about selling drugs like that and like, like shooting niggas. Interesting. And so... Um, you said that casually. Yeah, he talk about drugs and shit, yeah. niggas. Yeah, interesting, bro. His intro was team sell crack. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's, was, like, was crack a metaphor? That's your slogan? Is this was LLC? Crack, crack was, I don't. I don't want to. Crack was metaphorical. I don't, in I don't sense, want right? to uh, dry snitch. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. You know. Uh, I mean, it sounds like he's yeah. dry snitching. I was about to say he told on himself. <laughs> so he said, I said team sell crack. Big old pull them tapes. I basically said I researched your state. This place is known for mountains, Mormons, yeah. hot springs, and lily pads. Mm-hmm. You talk like it's Camden, Compton, Gary, Indiana, or Philly bad. Ooh. Do you know what it's like going to a funeral service, singing Jesus is a bomb in Gilead? Ooh. Knowing you just lost someone that was a son to you? I'm dealing with the same problems that God in Gilead. Mm. No reaction. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, Amen. No reaction. Hey, Amen. I spit that. I was like, hey, That's crazy. That's I felt like I felt like Will Smith in that final scene. <laughs> I was like, dang, bro. Yo. I think the the funniest part, I think A Ward actually A Ward posted it. Jit said someone in the lines of uh Well he said, you so lame. He said, "You look like you stay you up stay up night. late at night to talk to uh, saga, about saga about your problem." This nigga said, "Facts." Facts. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he was like, "Man, you Larry." I was like, yeah, "Like, I talk to my close friends about my problems late at night." Yeah. I call my friends. Emotionally yeah. healthy. Yeah. Sounds like he I has emotional <laughs> damage. Emotional. Oh, no, no. I was trying to give you time. Yeah, see, I was trying okay. to give you time to load up. I'm, I'm low key trying to fix my bike. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's okay. Just let it be. Oh man, let it be. All oh, right. man. So, I want to be where you are. My bad. I'm sorry. Worship. Hey, bro. We have not worshipped in the pod yet, bro. Bow down and worship. We should do a black man do talk yeah. worship. Hey, man. I I praise let's, God. Let's for you, schedule brother. the Holy Spirit. Let's like, hey, relax. Please relax. The, please relax. Please relax. Please. You said what? We gotta schedule the Holy Spirit. That's crazy. We, <laughs> That's we gotta crazy. schedule the Holy Spirit in. That's I'm gonna crazy. put you down for 7 30 p.m. on a Sunday how night. Does, you got time, baby. How does Tuesday at four sound, Holy Spirit? Come on, Spirit. Are we good? Hey, you know what I'm saying? They oh, say Jesus is black. He might come with SCP time. Hell, you're crazy. <laughs> All right. What we talking about today, fellas? He still ain't came what back, we on? so I don't know. What we on? Uh, uh, oh Mitch my is, goodness! Yeah, let it go, Mitch. It sounds fine. Just let it go. Okay, let hey, it, we're good. We're good. Yeah, okay, we're good. yeah. So, um, <laughs> we actually tried this 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 topic one time. We can skip past it. Just keep Indeed. going. Well, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna continue. Know why you have to bring that? We're up. gonna continue. Yeah, <laughs> Mitch, but it was completely unnecessary. Essentially, <laughs> can men and women, woman, be friend, be friend, be friend, or be be, be friend friends? and be friends. Aha. Ah. Mm. 
because apparently it's a cultural. Th- now, mind you, as I hear people um, talk about why they don't believe men and women can be true friends, I kind of get where it comes from. And I think it's be like when you hear about their own personal experiences, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. It makes sense why you don't think that men and women can be friends. Because when I hear about your dynamic with the women around you and the men around you, yeah, I would never want that. What have you What have you heard? This coffee got me zooted. I'm not going to lie to y'all. <laughs> this nigga said zooted. Golly. <laughs> Yo. Hey, I, I need to take that bottle with me. I'm going to need that for work tomorrow. I ain't going to hold you. Can you. I was about to say, can you slide that thing over yeah, here? Yeah, bro. Let me get that bottle. Hey, you don't need hey, no more, Caleb. bottle over here, by the Caleb, way. Caleb, you don't need no more. It what you mean? said zooted. Why am I going to give it more? No, no, I'm talking about me. For Caleb. Oh, I'm fine. Don't give no more to Caleb. He's I'm not going to enable my brother. I'm probably, I'm probably numb to like caffeine now. Caleb is. It's not a good thing. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I was joking. <laughs> I don't think you were. Huh? This really is good. It's so good. <laughs> this is really good. Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. You got some? It's really good. I'm yeah. a little scared because it should not be this good. Nothing should be this good except for the Lord. I feel like people going to see me pouring this in the cup and just think it's You like, have a problem. You have a problem. It's like- is you that lean? Is that it's like no? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> is that lean? <laughs> is that lean? Nobody has ever thought. Nobody. Of that. Why would God. you ask such a Why question? Excuse Out of all things, <laughs> right? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I will say the bottle definitely throws it off. It does. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. It does give our audio. Our audio, our audio but, podcast listeners are gonna be so confused. Yes, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. But what? Go to, can, can go to YouTube. What have guys. you seen? Go to YouTube. Guys. Yeah, I've, I've, I've or heard. I'm sorry. I've seen friends with benefits. That's like it's one. Those things, but really big. Um, you just talk about people having dynamics where there's always something that is tied to their past, and so that complicates things. And mm. it's, it's, it's hard to imagine um, going back to just pure friendship when there was things that happened beforehand. And I look at how I even try to do friendships with women before I. Okay, let me say this loosely. Understood women. But um, I can only imagine what that's like to not even have a, have a mindset to even comprehend the fact that men and women are different. And you're trying to do friendships and you just don't even understand each other. And mm-hmm. all just clashing. So I think there's just gender dynamics. I think the concept of friends or benefits makes things muddy. I've seen that before. And I think that within the church sphere specifically... We don't even know how to coexist. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I just seen a lot of awkward men and awkward women when it comes to having to be around the same sex. Unless it's an orchestrated event where everything is played out. I, it's just hard to like have things loosely flow. It's like, hey, gir- guys and girls, go talk to each other. Oh, well, uh, let's just pack <laughs> together and talk with the guys and the girls go talk with the girls. It's because it's, it's comfortable. It's, it's simple. Yeah, yeah. Things I've seen. I don't know what y'all seen. <laughs> bro, it's our podcast, bro. He's he's sipping. Let him finish his can. He'll it's be done. Our podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're so you're so tied to this Drake, which makes sense. I, I feel you, brother. It's good. But anyways, <laughs> after I've been done being ridiculed, I'm gonna put the drink down since it's sinful to drink it. Um, I would agree. I think uh, another layer to that is. I don't know that we've been taught the value in like friendship for real, for real, in opposite mm. sex. 
Um, I don't know that it's something that is like emphasized much at all. Being a good brother to your sister and being a good sister to your brother. Um, <clears throat> we talked. We talked about singles conferences. What we, we, what, how long ago was that? Like a month ago? Two months ago? We talk about it once a month. Well, no, no, no. Remember the episode we talked specifically about, like not going. It was to like a, it was like a month and a half ago. Like like month, that. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so one thing that I always thought would be dope, and and you know, help me out <clears> if if you guys have been to a singles conference that's talked about this, but even just the aspect of friendship being taught, like at these singles conferences, like I thought, I've always thought that would be a really dope concept because, honestly, again, like we said, like the pressure seems to always be coming from like one context, which is get married. And so it's like, what about these people who, you know, everybody's favorite phrase when they're not dating in their season of singleness? Like, what about that? Like, how do, you know, how do people operate there? But I think friendship is just like a, not even a lost art, just something that's not talked about in the church enough. For sure. I was about to say, I think the only uh, relationship concept that we have in general that gets taught is just romantic relationships. Or accountability. Um, And I was about to say, like, because I know now, like, as I... In my like, as I've helped different people, like on the lady side, for me, I'm like, yo, you sister in Christ, love you to death. I want to help out much as I can. But for some of them, was you were doing this because that sounds so loud. You you're doing this because it's something romantic. I'm like, no, like we're called to serve one another. You know what I'm saying? And then on the opposite side, you also have the ladies who are like, uh, have this servant attitude. Loves their brother in Christ, and now these dudes are like, "Yo, I'm about to shoot my shot because she's doing all this extra stuff." It's like, no, fam, like she's just loving you well, like trying to love you well, trying to encourage you, trying to build you up, different things like that. And so, yeah, we've definitely been <clears throat> taught only relation, romantic relationships when it concerns just being single. So, bro, yeah, okay, so I think that another dynamic we might also could talk about is. Do men even know how to befriend men and do women even know how to befriend women in certain times? And so before we talk about like crossing the genders, I've also found, especially when people are like new converts, new believers, et cetera, and they're seeking to be a part of a new community. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, how do I even make friends? How do I even be involved? How do I even get involved? And before we even start talking about like actually becoming a friend with the opposite sex when you've had this experience with the opposite sex that wasn't the greatest, it's like, man, I'm, I'm trying to become friends with other women. I'm trying to become friends with other men. You know, I, th- I think that I could be speaking from a place of privilege. I've had men around me my entire life mm-hmm. and peers around me there my entire life, but that's not the actual narrative of most men. And so most men, as, as I've seen, um, especially their upbringing, Aside from school, when you go out into the world after college or even even sometimes during college, camaraderie is something that's foreign. And so we start talking about what's it like to have a friend of the opposite sex. I think even just friendships in general, you know, could be a conversation because I don't know if I'm seeing a lot of the people that even desire, I'm about to start like discipling men myself that want to be discipled, I'm like, man, like, how many friends can you say you have? Like, mm-hmm. how, of course you want an inner circle, but how many people do you have even in your inner circle right now? Yeah. You got one or two, and you don't even feel like you can actually open up to them fully, 
be vulnerable with them as a woman or as a as a man. Why are we even talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Opposite sex. I was about to say, I had some uh I've talked to some of my lady friends about this and on and y'all and y'all can correct me if I'm completely wrong on this, but I feel like when again, based off of what I heard, I feel like when ladies begin friendships sometimes, there seem to be way more stipulations to their friendships than guys. Like boundaries being set already and it's like you don't even know who this person is and again i've had homegirls just tell me it's like yeah like she seems cool but i don't i just want it to happen naturally and i feel like she's just doing too much i'm like no like it's called intentionality i don't know y'all can tell me if i'm wrong i'm just saying like it just seems like for us we'll nod our head three times out the week and then on the fourth one what up my nigga <laughs> what's up homie we friends, we going out to eat, we talking, head, we chilling. The infamous head nod. Yeah, you know side, what I'm saying? Side note, fellas, if a dude, if you see a nigga out, right, and he give you a head nod, there's a few rules. One, you always got to reciprocate the nod, okay? To whatever direction they go. To do, if I if nod up, down and you go yeah. up, off principle, I got to fight you. <laughs> okay? And that's, and hear me, I have a servant's heart, but that's just ridiculous. Like, that's insane. Bro, I feel like for the old heads, it's a downward. Nah, I, I think it's a, it's a rule, heads, bro. Because I've done it both ways. I'm like, and then they like, and I go down. And I don't. I feel disrespectful every hey, time I look yeah. at an old head and go like this. I feel so disrespectful. Really? Yeah. I only do that with the young cats. Yeah. With the old heads, I'd be like, you always you like go. tip your hat. Like, yeah, you just like you. Okay, in honor of you, you've that, been that, here a while. That, that makes sense. You've been here. You know what I'm saying? Like, respectfully. I respect your age. I respect that you're old. Yeah, yeah you've been here a while. Yeah, for sure. I, I think to, to Mitch's point, I would agree. I think even for me, I feel like I, I, I more so fell into that category throughout high school and like my first year of college with like the leaning on like the quote unquote, wow, I got really loud. Yeah, I'm good. I just got really loud. Um, I leaned on like the quote unquote like girl best friend dynamic, and then I had uh, my homie Brendan. Shout out to him. Um, he was dating you know, somebody I considered to be like an older sister, and I just remember the nigga would kept calling me and calling me, and, <laughs> and I wouldn't call him back because up to that point, I didn't really see value in like male friendship to that extent. It was like if I hit you up, cool. If we go hoop, cool. But like. Don't call my phone, nigga. Don't text my phone, nigga, because I didn't see value in that. If it wasn't serving me in a certain capacity, which was like romantically um, at that time, then like I wasn't really interested in it. But it was. It's funny we laugh about it today. It wasn't until I was going through a relationship crisis I hit that nigga up, and it was crazy to just watch how like I remember him walking with me through that, and then like just to see how like that was really the foundation of me understanding like true. Uh, male friendship, real male friendship, and real like male accountability, and it's been like the that that experience has been like the foundation of how I've like gone about forming and, and creating bonds with other men. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I've always felt some type of way about the one guy in a crew that, and even in community, I've had this happen where you'll have a guy who is a part of the community. But they don't open up to nobody. Mm -hmm. But then you talk to the women in your community, but they're opening up to all of them. Red yeah. flag. Yeah. <laughs> Red flag. It's like, I I never get the <clears throat> vulnerability from you, but all the women 
get the vulnerability from you. Yeah, bro. I, I'm not gonna lie. That's a for me. That's and a, vice versa. And vice for versa. sure. For sure. Yeah. Red flag. Like, either sure. way. It's, it's women I know. So I was like, oh yeah. You know, I, I don't way. really. I don't really rock with women like that. Interesting. I'm like, okay. You should. You should. You need <laughs> you know what to. Like, like, none, like nobody. None of them. Look, I, I can only give you so much advice on your lust addictions. Yeah. Stuff. I'm like, hey. Yeah. Hey, and uh, some of that you need to go into detail with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I don't, I don't need yeah. to be so this. And I think some saying. of that is, I think some of that is rooted for some of them. So I, I've definitely met some cats that like they grew up with women, they opened up to women. Sure, uh, their experiences with men was just just not, not the good. best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And so like they got into a space where it was just like they feel safer with women. You know what I'm saying? And so, but I think as uh, especially just godly men that, that, that we know for a fact that we need godly men in our lives. If that if that's us, we have to like practice. You know what I'm saying? Start to open ourselves up to a space of yeah, just open yourself up to other godly men. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, to, yeah, to get to that yeah, just to get to that space. And I know? think even even now, like I, I can I can comfortably say like I speak from in this context from a place of privilege. Um, I grew up with strong men in my life, my father, uncles. Um, coaches, um, even like going to camp, uh, all three of us to some extent have a privilege of being around strong, godly men. So I definitely, definitely don't want to like make it seem like, oh, if you know, if our experience is every experience. Yeah, yeah our yeah. experience is every experience. It's, it's a privilege, bro. Especially being black man, that's a privilege. But I, I, I will also say that after a certain age, you do have to be intentional about uh, correcting some things that happened to you or that you went through that may may have shaped, you know, certain parts of your perspective or viewpoint. And so for me, yeah, like, I don't expect you, if you come into that, if you come into community with, like, that experience of being around women, feeling safe around women as you grew up, I don't, I, I would never put the expectation on you off the bat. Like, oh, nigga, like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? No, like, that's, that's how you're used to moving. But as you continue to commit yourself to this, there will be some challenges. There will be some some uh, some growth, and there will be men around you that like love you enough and care for you, or should be men around you that love love you enough and care for you enough to like push you in a different direction. Yeah, I was about to say I had one growing up because I I grew up with majority women, um, like even on like on the cousin side, it was like one guy to like three to four wow. women. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I got mostly aunties. I got I think I like two uncles, um, and so. I had one guy in my life growing up. Uh, so once I actually got the kids across America, having all y'all was around was weird. I didn't feel comfortable at That's all. That's so interesting. At first. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, it's too many of y'all niggas. Yeah. I just, I, like I had, like I had Dwayne. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so and, like, and DP Dwayne gonna was, get in you. Yeah, and like, and, and for me, that was hey, all I yeah. thought I <laughs> What? We can't have a serious conversation, bro. That's cool. So, like, I had, like, you, gotta, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to get a dub because he got body this week. Oh, my gosh. Dang. That's what she said. <laughs> wrong button. That's the wrong button. Uh, hey, but that worked in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Golly. Anyway. Nah, we know he cooked him. He I cooked had him. a. I don't know if I did. No, I, I, oh. No, no. I, nah. Look, I oh. did great. Did you watch it? Yeah. I saw, that's I saw, the whole thing. I was just like, eh. He, he, so yeah, I feel like when I saw, I feel confident enough to say Shout that to Bobby. Won. Look, I, I feel like what? I, but like, bro, it's, <laughs> shout out to Bobby. It's, 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 it's almost like when you when you're in a sport where there's not like a hey, raise your hand for this winner, this or this winner. Yeah. You're you're in the building. 
Like on camera, it may look different. Like that's that's the thing. On camera, sure. it just looks different. But when you're in the building and you're judging it off of, did I communicate the message to this audience the best I could? Mm-hmm. Right. You never and, really know. Well, I did. I do know. You I don't. Do? Feel like, I don't. I don't feel like I communicated the best I could. Huh. And I, I remember. I remember talking to somebody who actually wants to get involved in battle rap, and I was like, "Hey, man, like honestly, like so, where do you think you can grow?" I said, I, "Honestly, if it's a room of somebody like thirty people." And I need to do a better job of before the battle, not chilling in the green room and just actually go and talk to people so that by the time I get That's on stage, they already have some type of familiarity with the show. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're That's new good. to this podcast, just just know this happens. I know we were yeah. talking about manhood and then it went straight to battle rap. It, well, here's the thing, bro. Rabbit holes happen. That is how you actually get to the conversation. context of making friends. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Getting outside mm, of your comfort zone. Cook this yeah. And then going and communicating with cook people, this right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I need to make up for the, the yeah. lack of Give yourself a butt. Don DeMarco, Marco, Marco. Warning. Come it. I'm trying to be on your side. Hey, that's like three weeks in a row, by the way. Hey, he about to, you, you know what? You about to lose your board privileges, train, brother. Train on the board. But no, nah, so like once I got the kids across America and I had multiple guys like trying to like encourage me and different things like that and like just learning to be open to like multiple people, it did get, that got weird. You know what I'm saying? Because again, I, I had my brother Glenn and then I moved the kids across America and now it's like Dwayne, something, and that's all I need, but... After I, I a while, but I just that. saw the yeah, bro. It was weird for a little minute. You know That's what I'm crazy. saying? Um, but after, Who was your first call? oh dang, I'm tripping. That's that's a violation. You don't remember your first call? I don't. That's a violation. That's cool. I had That's a cool. lot of calls. You did have a lot. Of, I got six years. Codes. And six years. But like, um, <laughs> I was about to say, but after a while, though, of like being in that space, it's kind of similar to what you talked about. It's just like you don't have to be taught certain things. But if you're in a space where uh, you're just around things you're not used to, eventually you become used to it as you practice and you get in, you know what I'm saying? As you continue to just be consistent in that space. And so that's sure. why now I'm like, I got niggas for days. And so every time I come across some dude that's like, yo, like, I don't have community. I'm like, brother, I got community for you. <laughs> it's like, who you want? <laughs> I got this group over here, this group over here. And they all oh, like facts. real solid brothers. So facts, it's facts. definitely something that you have to so you have to practice. Basically, what you say is follow me. Yeah. yeah. Like, come through. Like, yeah. we, we, we doing this. As simple as that. Yeah. Man, I, I think uh, it's important to when we talk about even what it means to be an entrepreneur, it means to be a risk taker. Yeah. Right? Like you're a bearer of risk. And that's what it means in the French, the bearer of risk. And so I think um, my mentor, uh, Nick, talks about being a risk taker in business. And he he mentors million to billionaire entrepreneurs. Yeah. And as great as they are in business, they're not as great in relationships. And the tough part is sometimes we open ourselves up on one aspect when we could honestly take the risk of vulnerability with someone yeah. because when you're vulnerable with somebody, you're, you're risking being hurt. Yeah. You're risking being let down. You're risking being abandoned. Yeah. You're risking being rejected. Yeah. Right. But the reward on the other side is now I don't have to internalize all this pain, internalize yeah. all this trauma, internalize all this loneliness. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, I'm actually, getting this out and now because I was vulnerable with someone else that I could trust you know or I felt like I could gain trust in now I'm actually becoming a better version of myself so I can actually kill it in these other areas yeah. right so I think it's important to just uh you know uh talk about vulnerability because kind of like what you're mentioning in the, in the in the battle I did do um the guy <laughs> he, he literally he literally was like man like making fun of the fact that I talked to some men 
before I go to sleep about my problems. Yeah. You know, and vulnerability, masculine vulnerability is such a foreign concept yeah. to uh, a lot of the even just black men. It's like, man, like, wait, you talk to other men about your problems. And even the concept in the red pill, red pill community is like, yo, um, uh, don't talk to women about your problems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't, in some, some aspects, don't even talk to therapists, yeah. you know, um, deal with it or mention it to your friend, mention it to your homies, you know, but, and but, when, but when you mention it to your homies, that's the response you get. Hey yeah. man, you got to suck that up. Suck it up. Be a man. Indeed. Yeah. No, that's real. So here's what I do want to ask this. Cause and we can definitely go back to obviously like, uh, men having relationships with one another and then platonic. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, I'm actually going to even go back to the platonic hey, part. Yeah. What? Bro, why, he's. Why'd you have to even emphasize platonic? When you say I platonic, <laughs> as, as if what? I think I think he was trying to lie. He thought he was trying to help me out with what I was it saying. But help. like, it, yeah. But hey, here's, this nigga Bobby must have cooked you for real. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna keep bringing up Bobby. That nigga, that nigga must have gotten you, my boy. He gonna Go keep ahead, bringing buddy. up Bobby. Yeah, hey, yeah. It's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna play into the. That. I'm gonna play into the stereotype, little I'm nigga. Saying that nobody got in me. Hey yo, yeah, hey yo, yeah, yeah, hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. I just keep telling him stop saying. I'm, I'm going every time he does it. Bro. You want him to leave you, you alone? You just said <laughs> you you want him. For those for those for those listening, let's, here we go. Street wants to be left alone. Leave here Street go. alone, guys. Here we go. <laughs> That's not what it is. I just don't want to keep, keep saying somebody was in me. You brought up two points. Uh, I'm gonna pull together. <laughs> Trade two, Street zero. You pull. You pulled out two points. Niggas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done. You pulled out two points that I do want to like kind of put together. Uh, One of them was how uh, Red Pill talks about like men should not talk to women um, about their problems. And then you also talked about the fact of like risking when it concerns, uh, you know, vulnerability in general. That's an important one. Um, I love both of those things, but how would y'all say women have benefited? Your own walks, your and your friendships. That's a great question. Um, I guess I'm going first. Um, yeah, I will say that I became more empathetic to humanity through coming closer to women, and I was able to embrace a softer side of myself that I always was ashamed of embracing. Mm-hmm. And in communication, I became a better listener. Mm-hmm. I'm still not the greatest listener, For you sure. know, but I've grown as a no, listener yeah, you definitely because are. I was able to talk to women. For sure. Because I'm not able to communicate with most women like I'm able to communicate with most men. Yeah, yeah. As I communicate with most men, I can... <clears throat> Be loud. I could be, you know what I'm saying, the person that's, you know what I'm saying, uh, argumentative. I can, you know what I'm saying, all that. It don't work like that with a lot of women. You know what I'm saying? At times it does. It switches up very, very quickly. So I'm just like, man. And so, you know, you have to to just learn how to communicate better. And so I I think I became a better communicator. I became more empathetic. And I became um, more embracing of the softer side of myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm just living a soft life. <laughs> I'm enjoying You're stupid. I'm enjoying the soft life. You're stupid. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think in terms of kind of like what Mitch said, like just 
expanded myself, like, from my, like, just viewpoint, perspective, just relationally, I think. Um, I can point to, like, key women in my life that have allowed me to either um, kind of be myself um, or um, they have they've really taught me, like, a different way to look at life. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe not even a different way, but a more comprehensive perspective. So, like, for example, uh, my girlfriend, Faith, she's very, very empathetic. Um, and it's a it's a challenge for me to be empathetic sometimes because, like, I'm just like, hey, like, I get it. You know, I, mean, I may be talking to a kid. They're crying. I'm like, yes, you're sad, but you don't have to be necessarily. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> like, it's Stop being sad. Like, like, let's be honest. Like, you're sad, and it's your fault. Like, who told you to stop running? <laughs> Me. Who chose to run? You little nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Facts. But, like, from her, I've learned to, like, maybe, like, <laughs> learn to sit a little bit more in people's emotions. Yeah. Um, and that's really that, that, and I've always struggled. It's still to an extent I struggle with it because I don't want, I tend to like battle with like wanting people to know like I'm not validating anything right now because sometimes emotions are aren't true. But I think through like just being in a relationship with her, I've seen that like when somebody is feeling something, it's not always, you know, top of the list to like tell them whether or not what they're feeling is in line with reality. It doesn't matter. They're feeling it. So to some extent, we got to sit in those feelings mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe you come back, right? Um, so, like, I've learned empathy really, 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 really consistently from her. Um, it's just still a struggle because I'm telling you, it's really with the kids, bro. These little niggas is bad. I'm going to be honest. Like, bro, side note, a little nigga bit another little nigga on the ear the first day of camp. Mike Tyson. What do you do? What, like, <laughs> what do you do? It was like, Trey, he bit him on the ear. Little nigga been here an hour, bro. How did that happen? <laughs> well, at least from the same squad. Like. Bro, I, they don't know each other. He just got here. He just got dropped off. Niggas ain't even, it is what it is. Um, but uh, so empathy, Warren. Um, and then from one thing that's been really beneficial from two of my closest uh, friends who are women, Mariah uh, Michelle, they have been a consistent space to where, like, I can just kind of be me. Um, in, a, in a lot of my friendships, um, I tend to be the guy that people call. Um, and I welcome it. I love it because I think that's just how the Lord has wired me. I, I'm, I'm always there for people, and I want to always be there for people. <clears throat> but what I've learned is I need people in my life who just allow me to be me. When we get on the phone, I don't got to play counselor. I don't got to, like, do a, you know, listen or like help them sort through their problems we can just laugh joke kick it and 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 they have been that space for me but also um they've helped me learn um really just the value and benefit of like boundaries in relationships because we've been friends so long we've had to navigate relationships uh all of us being in relationships and boundaries in our friendships while we're dating so it's it's been a lot of different things that's added to me has been added to me through, you know, the relationships I have with women in my life. But uh, definitely empathy for my girlfriend and then just that space to just be me. Yeah. I had that early on with Mariah and Michelle. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. I was about to say, I think on, on my end, vulnerability is definitely one of them. Um, 
as I've grown up with different women, like I've just seen how vulnerable they were um, and how a lot of them were actually risk takers with their emotions and with who they were. Um, and I think for me that that just showed me humanity. Like this is what it, this is a part of being human. You know, because um, I didn't see it from a whole bunch of, of men at all. And I kept hearing people say, like, oh, that's what women do. But I'm just like, no, nah, there's something off in this. And then I started really, like, walking with Jesus and, like, reading the Psalms and seeing how I was like, oh, the ladies in my life are really, like, walking out the Psalms. Like, sharing their emotions and different things like that. Um, and just being vulnerable in, in those spaces. And I know for me, like, I took that. And really started doing it myself. And then so as soon as I started hearing men say like, yo, like you don't, we don't talk to women about these things. I'm just like, yo, like that's actually where I felt the safest growing up. And I've never come across a woman who's made me feel less of a man because I was crying or I was like sharing something about my emotions or anything like that. And so um, that's been one of the biggest things for me was like that vulnerability, but also, uh, I'm a little safer <laughs> because of my lady friends. Safer in what regard? Just, just physically. Like my fellas will be like, "Yeah, jump, nigga. It's forty feet." Like the oh. ladies on the other hand is like, yeah, "Hey, jump. look, that's that's not smart. Oh, that's not wise. Yeah. Let's not. Let maybe 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 put some knee pads. I kid you not. The only reason why I started wearing a helmet when I go to the skate park is because like I had like two or three lady friends. A couple of them here right now. She's one why with Demarier. Demarier was like, "Put your helmet on." Why would you not put like, a helmet on? Huh? Why would you? Why Isn't would that illegal? It, it depends on what skate park you go to. What? Okay. But I'm just like, because, you know, we just feel like we don't necessarily need it. But, like, again, like, they, they have kept me safe in multiple occasions. Praise God. And, um, but, yeah, I, I really think the whole, like, women being a, like, a wife being a helpmate isn't just necessarily, like, in that particular wife role. Because, again, like, I've met so many ladies who have helped me cultivate certain areas of my life that... My guy friends did not. That's good. You know? For sure. Yeah. That's um, good. And, and I'm like super grateful for that. So I'm like, I'm always going to have godly women in my life. Oh, let's talk about that right quick, too. So let's say, for instance, y'all get married. Lead us a conversation. What? Lead us a conversation. You better. Look, this is. <laughs> I love it. Yo, I love it. You ain't need to do that. <laughs> I love it. I'm complimenting them. Here's, right. So when when y'all get married. I'll tell you these niggas on with the day, boy. Uh, what, you, what you mean? These I niggas? gave you a compliment. I was taking it. I wasn't it's tripping. Just, okay. He was tripping. Hey, you yeah. know what? Yeah, he has been tripping all day. Y'all be using this y'all word a lot, too. Yeah. We need to stop that. All right. Yeah. So Bobby's still um, in his head. My bad. Y'all be blah, blah, blah. I be like, y'all didn't do a damn thing. It was him. Anyway, I'm right here. So, <laughs> <laughs> cook this nigga. <laughs> cook this nigga. It was him. All right. So, um, I when I was in college, uh, this so guy God. was preaching, and this man said, "When you get married, you have your wife. You don't need any lady friends." Interesting. In your life, he literally said that, right? Um, when y'all get married, like, do y'all plan on like? Do I cutting them off? Cutting off your friends on the lady side? Uh, I if don't so, know. why? Hmm? I don't know. Cutting off? No, yeah. I've been in my life too long. Everybody, I don't know. I feel like it, it, I'm good. Those is running, bro. I, I was say nothing. I was gonna go to the restroom. What you think, nigga? I I I try to help him. He don't want to help. I just said I was good. I'm gonna go to the restroom. How you good? But you need to go to the restroom. I was just gonna. <laughs> Why for how come I can't be there for you? 
Oh my. Oh my gosh. You gotta be masculine and vulnerable, nigga. You got any trash? What? Huh? You stop the show. Today. Thank you, servant leader. You yes. cutting off your girls? You cutting off your, 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 your godly women friends in your life? I remember uh, somebody hit me up recently, uh, not recently, uh, a few months back about that. Um, she said that one of her closest friends uh, got married and she was hurt because when they were married, when they got married, he basically ghosted her. And he was like, and, and, I, and she asked me, he's like, what should my response be? Because I don't want to lose that friendship. Mm-hmm. And I just simply said, you got to take the L. Because best believe, if, if he wanted to sustain the friendship, that's something he would have actually brought to her beforehand. Mm-hmm. And if he did, it just goes to show that she wasn't in a place to accept you as a friend within that relationship. And you got to honor that mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure if I would have asked a few more questions, like, was there ever a time where you liked this person? Mm-hmm. Was there ever a time where you, you might start figuring out it's like, oh, okay. So actually she was just going off of her senses. It's like, yeah, not her. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> cause, cause even there, there, there's levels to which, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, when it comes to some platonic relationships, I remember I was asked this when I was in barbershop. Um, somebody asked me in a, in a barbershop. It's, uh, it, was, it was about beauty and attraction, mm-hmm. you know, and whether I was attracted to my friends around me. I was like, no, I can recognize my friends are beautiful, but I don't mean I'm attracted to them. For sure. And I was like, a, a concept that we can grasp with that is like brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, you can know that your literal blood brother is handsome or your literal blood sister is, ha- is, is beautiful, mm-hmm. but also not be attracted. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I can recognize the beauty in my friends, but also on the other end of that, not be drawn to them that way. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, yes, I have a lot of beautiful friends around me. And so her response was like, so you mean to tell me none of them liked you? I was like, I'd be hard pressed to say that. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure some of them like me, mm-hmm. if not most of them. But with that being said, though, right? With that being said, whether or not they even like me a little, even the smidge, or didn't like me at all, what's important is my response in the midst of the friendship. Sure. Because you could platonically be friends with people who are attracted or you're not attracted to, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? It's just how are we stewarding those relationships? Yeah. So back to the original question. Yes, I, th- I think that whatever relationship is important enough to sustain, Mm -hmm. those are conversations that will be had beforehand. For sure. Like, um, my friend Jasmine, Mm -hmm. before she got married to her husband, best believe she was calling me over for game nights to hang out with her husband. Yeah. Best believe she was saying, hey, I want you to meet him. I want y'all to go hang out. I want y'all to, like, because she, this was something where I don't want to lose him as a friend. He's Mm -hmm. important in my life. And I want you to feel safe around him. So. I need, I want you to see the reason why he is a safe option. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so I was welcomed into their marriage yeah. to do life with Jasmine in that For way. Sure. Right. Because I was also introduced through him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause at the end of the day, he's the gatekeeper at that point. For sure. You know, and, and, in the marriage, the wife will be the gatekeeper in, 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 in friendships. Right. And, um, I think it's important to honor, you know, um, your spouse's decisions and even sometimes your, 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 significant other or person you're dating decisions when it comes to who you're going to around a lot, who you're going to allow around you 
um, to level of comfortability. Now, yeah. I don't think it should always be based on comfortability. For sure. Um, and I don't think it should always be based on your spidey senses. For sure. You know, I, th- I think it should be based on, okay, to what value are they bringing that you have to have them around? Yeah. You know, um, and that also opens up another can of worms, but... Yeah. No, for sure. So I, th- I no, think it's I, one I, of those, as I, as I always <clears throat> answer, it depends. For sure. No, I, I agree with that as well. I think there are like about four or five women that I can just like think about off rip that I'm just like, man, when I do get married, I want my wife to be friends with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want her to know who they are and different things like that. Because again, like, <clears throat> these are women that I've like gone through like spiritual warfare with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, been able to like encourage, build up, serve, and different things like that without it being nothing. Like they, there's nothing other than like you are my sister in Christ. I am your brother in Christ. We love one another as such. Um, and and yeah, so I'm just like man, because because again, just going back to what the the pastor said, like it when he said that, <clears throat> it threw me off because I'm like, why would you toss the people that have been going to war with you? after you get married. You know what I'm saying? I can understand it if it's like, yo, babe, she like you. Because they see stuff that we don't. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like, they be seeing stuff that we don't Very sometimes. True. And Very we just true. like, no, nah, that's my nigga, babe. Very that's true. my nigga. It's, like, it's called discernment <clears throat> and men have it too. <laughs> yeah, and so, no, we do. Heck that's facts. Mitchell. That's why we, and that's why we'd be like, yeah, nah, yeah. babe. Like, he, I could do a whole episode of he women's intuition. Nah, we ain't talking about intuition. He's trying to get cooked they, for real. As much as they be on, they can be off too. It's called discernment. <laughs> He's trying to get cooked for real. Discernment. Nah, but like. <laughs> yeah, that's discernment. Discernment. Hey, yo. Um, but no, nah, it's just like they'll see yo. certain things. And so for me, when I like, let's say for instance, I got a shorty. She's just like, hey, like, I'm really noticing something about this young lady. We're going to talk through that. I'm here for that. And I don't. And, and if it's like legitimate too, I don't mind cutting people off. I'll do it respectfully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be a conversation. Yeah. Um, but, and, and to keep my, my baby in a safe space, then it's like, okay, like, let me go ahead and get, get rid of what? <laughs> get, what was so funny? What? They got, it's, I, I got to start making reactions to my faces. <laughs> what? Yeah. You don't like? Now, yeah, don't yeah, now, it, it was, you, you really claim ownership. I got to keep my baby. <laughs> He's like, okay. You better talk about your baby. <laughs> baby. Hey, anyway. Yeah. And so. Just know if you date Caleb, you are his baby. His baby. It's facts. And he thinks you're beautiful. Anyway. Yeah. And not a, <laughs> And if he don't date you, he think you're ugly. <laughs> no. Hell no. Yeah, nigga, you getting cooked. No. I'm cooking all you niggas bad. today. I never bad. said bad. she was I'm ugly. I'm cooking all you niggas today. Well, obviously, she doesn't exist because you would never date her. Yeah. Because. Because she's ugly. She's ugly. She's not ugly. She to is, you. She is. she is hypothetical. She, yeah, this hypothetical she. Or maybe they're not hypothetical. Maybe anyway, there are women out God there that he good. has refused and, to um, date that. Nah, I, I, <laughs> I hate y'all so much. No, you don't. You love us, nigga. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you love us. Anyway, what were you going to say? What you say? Did you, did you have any? What was, what was, y'all uh, were talking about the, 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 the pastor, the pastor yeah, cutting yeah, off? Yeah, yeah no, I, are you, are, do you have friendships of women around you that got married and y'all are still close friends? Oh, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So here's the thing. How does that work? Because some people think that's ridiculous. Here's, you don't need no male friends. Here's the thing. One. You have to be intentional about if this person – and here's the other thing. I'm going to preface this by saying this. There, you shouldn't, as a, as a man or a woman, you shouldn't have, like, 
eight, nine, ten close, close friends to this level of the opposite sex. I just don't, I just don't necessarily believe in that. Um, I think you can have friends of the opposite sex, but there's a certain level of, of, uh, what if it's eight, nine, ten of both? Eight, nine, ten of both is cool, but what I'm saying is like, oh, I, it's, it's the balance. Opposite sex. Yes, yes, yes. Opposite sex. So like, I think, I think for me, I don't form any friendships that in a way that wouldn't be able to last if I was dating or married. Okay. So that I don't, I don't operate like that. So like if I have a, 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 a woman who's a friend or best friend, whatever you want to call it, um, there isn't like a, there isn't any context where I be at that person's apartment one-on-one late at night. Okay. Uh, we're not doing, you know, a whole bunch of like best friend dates. Like we may do them, you know, every now and then, like, but it's not like a every week, twice a week thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? We're not on the phone. I'm not on the phone late at night, you know, consistently, right? It may happen one every, every now, once every now and then. But like, I try to, and I, again, I learned this early on. I try to keep boundaries and keep friendships consistent in a manner that when I start dating or, you know, whenever I get married one day, obviously it has to be some adjustment, but the adjustment isn't drastic. Right, it isn't an adjustment to the to to where the friendship is impacted. Okay, so with that being said, I think that there are certain friendships, men and women, who are just going to be with you throughout the rest of your life. Okay, the Lord places people in your life that are there for a time, and then there are people who who are placing your life who are just there in 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 however you know high or low capacity it is. So, to to your to your question, Mitch, um, yeah, you asked. You asked about the, do I have female friends? Yeah. yeah. So like for me, how does that work? It, so the, the what I was I was very intentional about, and it was a little jokey, but he's such a solid guy. So Mariah and JP. So me and Mariah have been really close friends since we were fifteen. Okay, and so I've seen at this point I've seen I've, we've seen each other through a lot of life. And so when she was like, "Yo, like I'm interested in this guy." Um, and he's kind of interested in me, and you know, staff training, we go all eat. Meals at three. So we went ate a meal at three. I just went next to him and sat, sat down with him and talked to him. I literally forgot five minutes in while I was over there because he's such a great guy. Like, we clicked instantly, right? So I, I ended up being in, in, their, in their wedding. And so for me, I'm very intentional about either getting to know that person or making sure those you know, those people who, those, those women in my life who are important, I name them by name and I let them know up front. Yeah. Hey, it's not a lot of women who are going to occupy this space. Here are the three. But that's, that's what I'm trying to find out. Because, I, I mean, I appreciate you talking hypothetically. But I, I kind of want to know in the literal experiences, how was that communicated? Was, that, was it so much of a friendship on both ends that y'all didn't even have to have a conversation? No, and that's my, that's my point. So, yeah, it like, was so much of a, like, our friendship, and even with, it happened with Brendan. Sure. Like, it, it, it's the friendships, and, and that's why it's so important that, like, you identify who these people are, these friends are, because you don't want to get in a space where you're trying to have a relationship, friendship with somebody who is not at that level or doesn't seek that capacity of friendship with you. Sure. So with Mariah, it w- it wasn't like a, and we had to, we had to find a balance, right? We had to find a balance. She just got married, so like there were, when we when we were friends, like it was it was really like she called me, we'd be on the phone two three hours. Now it's like, hey Trey, uh, just put Harlem down. I got an hour. Bet let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk. Hey Trey, driving driving from one appointment to another. Let's chat. You know what I'm saying? So like, and and even with Michelle, like 
we kind of have a rhythm where we check in. But also, it's it's a friendship, so it's been ebbing and flowing. So we're yeah. always figuring it out. But it's always this mutual understanding that we know what this is. We know how how much we both value it. So we're not going to step over boundaries. Now, not everybody listening to our podcast is saved. So let me go ahead and put a little bit of a caveat in this. Yeah, go ahead. Do These are do, non-sexual brother. friendships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't smashing in these joints, right? Never have, never And will. here's the thing. I think that uh, maybe one day my heart will change on this. But Uh-oh. look, uh, I'd be hard-pressed to believe that even future me would be willing to would be willing to allow those types of friendships with somebody you were intimate with at one point in time. Oh yeah, no. Like I I don't I don't nah. think that's 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 a no go. Like that's nah. that's where I'm at. I'll never say never, but but that gun it, yeah. If the, if there was a point in time yeah. where, you know, like yeah. I don't I don't even feel comfortable dating people that I know people I've close to have been intimate with somebody has been with, right? Yeah. And I think that that's just another level of complication and confusion um joining in oneness uh with somebody yeah um and then them being close proximity of the friendship yeah i just I, I, yeah, yeah you can't that, do that, that complicates too much yeah. so I, th- I think that's important when even talking about conversations like these because um as you're hearing us talk about being close and and having friendships and and, and being um intimate to a certain point of of uh, emotion and and camaraderie the intimacy doesn't go to the sexual aspect, right? right. right? Um, and I think that when it doesn't become sexual, it 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 makes things a lot less complicated. Yeah. Like, um, I remember somebody asked me if I was friends with even the people that um, I dated, and it's like, yeah, like, I'm I'm still close with them. Like, man, that's not that's not possible. And I was like, nah, it actually is. I was like, when you try to keep things as non-sexual as possible, like it doesn't make the breakup terrible. Unless, unless there was aspects of you that were just like, man, this, I, it was unbearable. I did this to this person. This person did this to me. It's this trauma and it's all. Yes, that makes sense. But not every breakup has to end with trauma attached to it. Not every breakup Thanks. has to end with heartbreak attached to it. Not every breakup has to end with, you know, um, abuse attached to it. And I think that's such a common narrative that we assume that because a breakup happened, there was abuse, trauma, uh, uh, infidelity, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or uh, non-loyalty um, and, and, and things like that, when reality, sometimes it just, it just doesn't work out, yeah. right? And when it doesn't work out, but there was a prior friendship beforehand, I think that those things can be uh, sewed back together, um, given, you know, how, how non-intimate it was on a sexual level. So, yeah, try your best not to be smashing, y'all. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being real. No, no, I'm I'm laughing because of how common it still is. Yeah, what is? Like niggas our age, like doing the whole friends with benefits thing, and like yeah. it's sad, bro. It's kind of weird. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't be a benefit to have a friend. Yeah, let's hit that hot seat, my boy. Don't be fooled, I'm not special. I know you can do better. I don't Welcome to the part of the podcast where we invite the live studio audience to come. What's up, bro? What's up, bro, today? What's up, bro? Coming, questions, comments, concerns, and smoke. But beware, because we do keep a gas mask. You want to pray? You want to pray, bro? What? Wait, what? Are you good? What is going on? I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, you good. I'm just trying to make sure. You talking during my daggone segment. I'll talk during your closeout. I'll talk yeah. during the intro. Yeah, Caleb, why are you <laughs> talking? Y'all give me one. Y'all yeah. give me one why you, to it. Why you talking talk during? Why Anybody you talking to it, Anybody want to come up to the hot seat, feel free. Come that's, on. That's you, you. Now you trying to replace me. Dang. Now huh? he trying to get we rid of you. We split roles beforehand. Dang, what are you talking that's about? crazy. He trying to get rid of you, nigga. This nigga's an instigator like a He trying to get rid of you, nigga. That's crazy. It's just because he's so far across. I can't even talk to him directly. So now guess what? You getting cooked, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, I see you now, nigga. What's up? Let me do my segment. Bro. My bad. You know what I'm My saying? I'm, I'm, this is the only part I you got. You want to try it again? Huh? I don't even want to do it again. Hey, if oh, you got cool. smoke, you know what I'm saying? Questions, comments, concerns, or smoke, you feel me? Come on. Hot seat is Yes, open. sir. You know. But, oh, here is my question for the audience if you dare to uh, partake. Yeah. Um, within a culture that is quick to communicate things like, Men are logical, women are emotional. I think there is much truth within the concept of that and even the context of it. But what I don't find often is men and sometimes even women that can communicate the advantages of being emotional. Because I think it's easy to talk about the advantages of being logical because things are as they are. Right. And it's like, hey, I'm, I'm observing this and I'm responding to what is. But when I talk to men who um, use terminology like that or phrases like that, women are just emotional. I'm like, OK, so within that, what are the advantages of that? Because if we're saying this is how God wired them, this is how this is how they actually are, mm-hmm. then there must be a reason as to why that is there. So what are the advantages of that? You know, what I'm saying I, th- I think by answering that question, you can actually come <clears throat> to find the benefits of intergender relationship. So, talk to me good, sir. What's up, What's up Noah? Good. Oh, there I am. Hey. There you are. <laughs> so, not really any smoke. I just think um, it's important when we're having this conversation to also give examples of what type of people can't be in platonic relationships because I think that, um, of course, it's possible but I th- definitely think that there are certain types of people that, like, if they're going to try to be in one, uh, just certain uh, habits that they may have or, like, perspectives about, like, if a man to a woman that they may have that are not conducive to platonic relationships. So, like, if you could elaborate on that just a little bit for the, for the people. I, I'm not sure. So you're saying there are certain types of people that shouldn't be in platonic relationships with the opposite sex? Yeah. I'm Does that sure. make sense? It does. I'm not sure. I, don't, I know. When you say types of people, give me a little bit more on that. So by types people of people, people you're talking about the ones that ain't got no self, self-control? The people you're I smashed. Mean, sure. People like That's that it. don't have self-control. I think um, in general, if you have a perspective of like, if I'm going to be in a friendship with a woman, there has to be some type of like sexual So like expect, expectation? Sure. Stuff like that. But okay. like, what, like what other red flags do you think that even to try to help other men like understand the value of hey like if you just don't think about oh this person is attractive so therefore I need to like look at them in this way or be with them in this way um, like how do you steer that conversation back so that they can be together unfortunately we as Christians especially in this particular generation use sister in Christ and brother in Christ as a way to tell somebody I don't want you (laughs) this is fast and like we do that a lot I hate that so much because that's like, this is a Bible term 
that actually has meaning to it. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, we don't see each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. You know what I'm saying? We see each other as I can potentially date you or I don't want you. And that's it. But I feel like when you had a mindset of this is my sister in Christ, there has meaning behind it. There's value behind it. There's also a way of like, because of that, I I treat you a certain way. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like when, uh, but yeah, going back to what you're saying, just like for that brother or for that sister, it's like, yo, like you need to have your mind tweaked about this person that's in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Whether you like them or not, you know? And so I I think, because we need to have platonic relationships. Like, there ain't nobody that don't need a man or a woman in their life. You know this what I'm saying? True. This is true. Um, like, we, we need each other. We were meant to be with, uh, with each other. And so, but again, I think it starts with, okay, how do you view this person that's in front of you? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know if that, that helps at all, but yeah. Also, yeah, stop, stop telling niggas like, oh, you're my brother in Christ. No, just tell them no. Or just tell her no. Yo, God, you know what I'm saying? Like, just be, what is sorry, my bad. Like, that stuff, I'd be like, bolding up, woman up, man up, nigga. I feel you. What are you doing? Sorry. Anyway, stop using brother and sister in Christ as a scapegoat. Stop. That just, bro, that, I, I haven't got that, but my homeboys got that. And I'll get so mad for them. I'm like, she called me her brother in Christ. I'm like, this mother. <laughs> Go ahead. I just got mad for my homies. No, my yeah. I think the second thought that I had was um, if you guys have some examples, what platonic relationships have you guys had that? For whatever reason, like you had to end it because you saw it was going in a direction that wasn't good, or interesting. Uh, maybe you like were seeing some signals <laughs> that you're like, nah, I can't be as close to you anymore. Yeah, you yeah. know, so stuff like that. Yeah, I think the way I do friendship, I think it's just kind of happened naturally. But there is one friendship I have in mind where it was like, and it wasn't even like a, it wasn't even, it wasn't on no like. Like, she liked me, I liked her type stuff. It was more like the 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 rhythm, the friendship was just violently interrupted by just life circumstances. And I don't think our friendship ever recovered. And for me, it was just like, I kind of got to a point, and this, it was very tough for me to get here because this is the first time I've ever, like, kind of gotten to this point. Um, but it was like, yeah, I can't, I can't keep doing this. Uh, because there were some patterns and things that I recognized, um, and I would I got to a place where it was hard for me to forgive, and so it was just like yeah man like as a friend like you shouldn't be treating me like this you know what I'm saying and I the level in which I give you um, as a friend may not be perfect but it's it's fairly significant significant enough for me to say hey this is not okay for me, uh, but also again like when our friendship kind of got interrupted it was it was tremendous life circumstance on her part um and as she tried to recover from that um she definitely did come back and apologize but our friendship just never caught a rhythm again um and so it was just one of those things where it was like man like i'm always going to be open like you can all like we can always try to like try friendship again but like i'm not going to sit here and just continue to reach out because like there's some things that you've done and there's some things that have happened to you that are making friendship hard for you right now and it's okay it's okay. Yeah, I, I think the only uh, I have a hard time letting people, friends, etc., go. Number one, I have a lot of friends, and 
I'm also type of person. A lot of people associate me as like a close best friend, and um, not to not as a diss, but like it's not as mutual. It's just they don't have as many friends as um, they'd like to, and so for me, the access I do give is intimate because it's like, man, I don't get this at all, you know. And uh, me having a loss of friends, it definitely, I don't know why, it mostly impacts me sometimes. But I would say, um, man, I don't know. I, th- I think I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'd say durable or tolerant. But I think I don't mind hurt when it comes to relationships because I just get that people are going to be people. But I think that it, it, it's tough for me when I try to seek out knowing I'll be hurt, you know. So I think I could do I, I need to do a better job of cutting some people out. So cutting some people off. But um, in the times where I have, um, I believe it was one of those not so much the fact that I was being used and not so much the fact that I was being um, utilized simply just for their benefit and it wasn't mutual because that happens often. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, I say it, I say it all the time. Like I, I, I wish I had the luxury to make posts. Like if the energy is not mutual, then protect your own self. And <laughs> if, uh, yeah. if it's only, if it's not serving you, then make sure you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have that luxury because it like, don't I, work. I don't, you know, yeah, it don't work, it don't work like that. that. It As, don't. I don't think it works like that for believers. It doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, we talked about a sermon today uh, when when Messiah washed the feet of the disciples. I said feet. When when Jesus washed the feet of the disciples, he didn't spare washing the feet of Judas. Yeah. And you don't get to choose whose feet you wash. It's just whatever feet are in front of you. Yo. And sometimes the feet that are in front of you might literally be your enemies. Cook. And so, in what ways are you called? To serve yeah. even those that despise you. Yeah. Even those that are plotting against you. You know. Um, and that just takes humility. So I'd like to say I never cut people off. I like to say that, you know, I have a healthy way of cutting people off. It's something I'm growing in, but I will say I feel like the people I have cut off, it just was a non repentant action. You know, mm. I don't mind yeah. being hurt. I don't mind being you know what I'm saying? Use sometimes. I don't mind being uh, uh, even rejected, right? But if it's just like no acknowledgement to the fact that like this is something that you just constantly do, then that's why I distance myself. Yeah, because yeah. I'm always willing to work with somebody who acknowledges that they're doing wrong, you know. But if there's no capacity for you, you'd even recognize that you're hurting somebody. Um, at that point, it's like, oh, so this must be intentional. Because if, if you're not even going to acknowledge the fact that you know that I'm an emotional being as well and you're taking advantage of that, then, yeah, we're good. I, I have nothing to offer in this relationship anymore, and I wish you the best. You know, so I think, I think non, uh, unrepentant hearts, that's, that's, that's probably for me. I haven't had to cut nobody off. Um, uh. There was that time. Yeah. Nah. Nah, yeah. It was very confused. Yeah. It was very so, confused. There, you said what? <laughs> you started, I, was, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I was very, I was a little confused. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Did you count? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. I was a little confused. 
Slot. No, 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 trying no, to give me no, back no, for the Brianna's. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Trying to give me back. Anyway, so, yeah, so there was one story. <laughs> no. No, you're not going to skate past that, sir. Oh, oh, I will. I'm a skater. Um, this is true. <laughs> oh, wow. So, there was, yeah, a, there was one particular situation where it's just like, um, me and Shorty, like, we just started talking, you know what I'm saying? Just cool, casual conversations. Um, and I wasn't in a space where I was, like, trying to date anybody or anything like that. Uh, she was. Um, and then, so... I kind of recognized it um, after a while. And so, like, ended up having a conversation with her. Just like, hey, like, this is where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to do this, all this good stuff. She was just like, all right, cool. I understand that, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then she was like, and I was like, as we were having this conversation, I saw her face. I was like, you have more to say. She was just like, yeah, I have to think about it a little bit. I was like, all right, cool. So we talked several days later, and she was just like, man, like, I realize the space that you're in, and I also realize the space that I'm in. So, like, I know that I can't be in that space of, like, just being friends. And I was like, no, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And so I was just like, what, whatever that looks like for you, let's make that happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so we just kind of decided just like, yo, whenever we see each other, we just, that's when we say Hello. You know what I'm saying? We may have, like, slight conversations like that. And then it got to a point where, as time went on, like, uh, a text happened, and then another text happened, and then another text happened. It was, like, three, three, four days in a row. And I hit her back. I was like, hey, this is what we discussed on this particular day. You're you preaching the terms of agreement. But here's the thing, like, and so, but here's the thing, like, it's not necessarily her because I was texting back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I was I was texting yeah. back and I actually yeah. like I enjoy having conversations with her, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But I also recognize like yo if I want to guard my sister's heart right now, then I need to make sure I'm I'm pulling back on my end, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like it, that's that's probably one of the ones. That's the simplest one. But there's some other times where I was just like, yeah, I can't do this, fam. And then we just had a whole conversation and it just kind of went from there. The other tough part about friendship is like kind of to to the point about like if it don't serve you, you know what I'm saying, let it go. I think there's a there is this misconception as believers is like what friendship should look like, <clears throat> and it, and it honestly informs us about like our like relational rhythm as well. Like when we get into like romantic relationships, like this the concept of like you know where you fall fifty fifty a hundred a hundred. Like the 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 expectation I feel like is that whatever I give, you should give. Um, and really the more, the more like realistic thing about that is what I give and what you give do not have to be, uh, mutual for this relationship to have value. I think more accurately when you can't give, I cover you in what you cannot give. And when I can't give, you cover me in what I cannot give. That is a more honest, in my opinion, and uh, realistic depiction of the gospel. Because what we could not cover, Jesus did. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, even, like, is it, was it John, is it John 15, 5? Uh, where, no, it's not John 15, 5. What verse is that where it was, like, no love greater than this, that a friend should lay down his life for your friend? Uh, what verse is this? It's not John? I don't know. Somebody fact check me don't later. Don't look at Quincy Jones. Don't look at Quincy Jones. Appreciate the help, guys. Um, 
But yeah, so like just that idea of reciprocity, I think, has also been a little misused and abused because we we get in this space where it's like, you're not giving me what I need from you. You got to go. You're not willing to die for me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then you get this unrealistic view of, fr- of friendships, and then it bleeds into a relationship. Uh, this person couldn't love me well. Well, a part of being loved well is teaching one how to love you. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's also this concept in friendship that we have not at yet as like a culture really dove into, and it's how can I be patient with a friend who is willing to be here but may not have the, the know-how to be here for me? Yeah. Is there is there a space where I can still give you grace as you continue to grow in friendship with me? So, yeah, and I, I think that's important to recognize because, um, when you care for somebody to a certain extent, they can become dependable or dependent on your care, and that's where it gets dangerous because they'll balance out love by your action to their struggle. And say that again, say that again, say that again. For example, or not. If I am so I kind of I, I kind of want to put a preface on no, it. No, I like I like what you said. You said yeah, they'll balance people out people will balance out your love by your action or response to their struggle. That's good. And That's yo, so um hey, I am uh we're about to go out and eat and I don't have any money. And it's like, yo, you know, um, as somebody who's, I like to consider myself charitable at times, I love treating people, you know what I'm saying? Or uh, somebody's down on rent or somebody, like somebody literally communicates something to me online or is like, man, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going through hard times right now. You know, you know, this rent's not getting paid. I wish I, wish I had somebody that could help. I'm like, man, I wish you did too. <laughs> and... For me, I know what's going on right there. And as much as I would like to see them whole, me making them whole shouldn't be the response that you're expecting. And so when you're expecting the response to be make me whole in my struggle, I can become the source rather than a resource. And when you're expecting someone to be the source of your provision, rather than God himself being the source of your provision, you'll start to construe and then tie love to how much people are giving to you. When really, the, I remember my pastor was telling me, um, I had somebody who was very, very close to me that was just going through hard times. And it got to the point where I was becoming deprived off of all that I was giving. And then my pastor's like, yo, you got to let this person experience rock bottom because at that point, they have nowhere but up to go. And so for me, I'm like, all right, bet. I know this person is struggling. I know this person is literally down and out. They, they, they can't go any lower. And they're hitting me up and asking me for money, asking me for help, asking me for et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, I love you. And because I love you, I am allowing God to teach you a lesson rather than me being the provider in this scenario. Because sometimes when we provide things for some people, we're actually depriving the lesson that God might be trying to teach them, thinking that we're just saving them. And, and that's the tough part about being somebody's source rather than just a resource. Because if it's a blessing, it's always going to be kingdom funded. 
Um, but we, we confuse giving people money with a blessing. It's like, how, how, how are you blessing somebody and you just gave them your last $20? Now you have nothing. Is that, can, can we actually say that was spirit-led? No, it, uh, <laughs> it, you, you, can, <clears throat> you can get in a place where it's a little prideful, too. Yeah. Ah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Um, so I wanted to take a chance to answer your question that you asked. What was it? Yeah, so if the assumption is men are logical and women are emotional, what advantages are there to women being emotional? What advantages are that men have to be emotional or us as women? What are advantages as women? Um, what are you asking? I, th- I, think, I think the, the latter will actually help the... the so the advantages woman. of being emotional as a woman. Yeah. Um, I think y'all touched on it, empathy for sure. Um, a lot of people really just want to be seen with, instead mm. of, you know, results and to-dos. Wow. Um, people really just want to be seen and they want to be heard. And so I think that women um, being emotional, we have that ability to kind of see people where they are and, like, sit in it with them or, like, you know, empathize with them. You know, just to, for them to have that moment of being seen. Um, and I also think um, being emotional, I feel like it helps you see a situation or a problem comprehensively, like all the way around. Um, it's not all, everything does not always have to be, you know, solved like head on. You know what I'm saying? Like there may be a back door that you can go through to, you know, get what you need. And so I think. I think those two ways, in my opinion, are ways that I feel like women is a benefit for women emotionally. It's good. Um, it's good. So when we talk about can men and women have platonic relationship, is platonic relationship realistic? I would say yes. Um, I feel like there are different factors, obviously. I feel like the main factor is maturity and self-control. Um, and I also feel like church culture, purity culture, there is no space for people to actually learn how to engage with the opposite sex. You know what I'm saying? Like boys on this side, girls on this side. I'm like, we just going to the bathroom. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? And I get it that kids are curious and all the other stuff, but I really feel like that will eliminate a lot of curiosity if there's more interaction with the opposite sex um, consistently, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'll give myself for an example, uh, growing up, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends. A lot of my friends were guys cause I was a tomboy. I was rough. I wasn't wearing no skirts. I was outside with basketball shorts and a big t-shirt climbing trees. And you know, I didn't want anything to do with makeup or a dress or heels or flowers or, you know, all that other stuff that a lot of the other women or girls at my age was like getting into. And so I never, I never saw that as like, you know, oh, he may be you know, he may have certain motives or I never approached anyone or was befriending any man that, you know, I found attractive because I'm just like, you know, y'all out here digging in the dirt like me. So we good. You know so, what I'm saying? So as you gotten older, as has, I got older, has there been a connection more to women now? And um, um, or do would you still say your friendships are more male leaned? 
as I'm as I'm getting older, I'm definitely having more women friends. Um, just because. Is there I, still an imbalance though? Um, no, I think honestly, I feel like right now, I think it's pretty even. I think it's pretty even. A lot of my guy friends started to kind of like fall off because either they were in their own relationships and, or, you know, we went off to college and, you know, life kind of went our separate ways or, um, they started interacting with me in a way that I wasn't cool with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to be your friend and you're sending me hearts and all this other stuff. And it's like, okay, what's going on? And as I got Are the hearts really that crucial though? When you're not sending hearts. What color heart? Okay. If it's the blue one, that don't mean a damn. I heart, I heart, I heart. Fair question. You can say fair question. The blue one's the safest one. I want to, I want to hear your what color was the heart though. What heart? What color? I mean, well, back then there were no different color hearts. Oh yeah, true. You know what I mean? It was all, it was all red. Nowadays, you know what I mean? But like, when you're not sending hearts, and then like all of a sudden your 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 conversation with me is more like you're trying to get more intimate, like romantic. Like you're trying to get more flirty, and it's like whoa, whoa, whoa! Like what's going on? I don't like you like that, nigga. Heart. Like what's going on, dog? She don't like you like that. You okay? okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) You okay? It dawned on me that a lot of (laughs) as I started to develop as a woman, you know, in my body. I started to realize that a lot of men don't have self control, or they are they are pursuing this with like alternative motives like i want to be your friend so that i can position myself to later you know what i'm saying do you know what i'm saying have your way or do what you want to do and it's like (laughs) and it's like (laughs) um you didn't even talk to me about how i feel about any of this you know what i'm saying i feel like you have so many questions. I can't wait until I get finished. Um, <laughs> I, no, I'm listening. I'm just, I'm, I'm just listening. I don't know. Like, I feel like... I hear that. I feel like that's where the maturity level comes in, to where it's like, oh, if shit. you're starting to have feelings for your op- the opposite sex and they're your friend, I feel like there should be communication, like, immediately. Like, hey, like... Yeah, that's, that's fair. I'm starting I to agree. feel... What? I'm starting to yeah. feel some type no, of way about... Fair. Our interactions, I'm starting to feel differently. I, I, wanna, I want you to know this is out here on the table. And I only say that because the second that I don't say anything, and now, and now it's like, I, it's now in my head like, ooh, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see so-and-so. So let me, let me do my hair. You know what I'm saying? Let me put a little, let me put a little, uh, little lash on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me put a little, a little concealer lash. on. You know she what I'm saying? She put the little like, lash you're, on. You're, you're <laughs> moving in a way, honestly, that is not a friend because you're, you're, you're moving now with alternative motives. You're moving now to be seen in a way by your friend yeah. that yeah. is, make, that would, like make him, you know, want you or like you or start to see you in a different You're way. You're trying to entice and different trying emotions. Trying to entice yeah. different emotions, and I yeah. feel like if that's not communicated, you run the risk of yourself, yourself being hurt, your feelings being hurt, and also the integrity of your relationship. Like I really feel that way. Yeah, no, I agree with that, and I'm gonna let you continue too. But what also tends to happen is you start to because of these feelings. Whatever they do, you've interpreted a completely different yeah. way. Don't let them touch your shoulder. Yeah. It's like, oh, girl. Because now like, it's like, oh, 
Girl, he done touched my shoulder. In a couple weeks, it's going to be the lower back. It's a, <laughs> you, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? It's like, like it's, okay, this got to be something when it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Mitch. You ain't going to say nothing? Go you just going to let it sit? I, I want y'all to finish. Huh? That Go, ahead. That's, Go ahead. Look, I hear I hear y'all. Like, I, I, I hear it. What you hear? I get it. And this is your truth. <laughs> This is your truth. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you telling your truth. Yo. And I appreciate you affirming her truth. Um, <laughs> share yours. Respect. The way that I see things. Respect. Yeah, uh, share your truth. Share yeah. your truth. Yeah. Respectfully. Respectful. Look, fam. Oh, my gosh. Like, I. <laughs> your truth. <laughs> the way emotions work, from my experience, is they come and go sometimes. And so there might be things about somebody that I like that. If I give it a week, it goes away. And so why would I respond off my emotion to then tell you how I'm feeling? You want to talk about that type of person. No. no she literally just said once you start feeling emotion towards somebody, I'm then you want to tell like, them immediately. I'm not saying like, like the second it drops in. I'm just saying like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please oh, tell we, me. We knew. I knew I, what you knew. Hypothetically speaking, how soon do you say it? Like over time, you like you starting to like, oh, okay. Like, oh, like. You know, I don't want to use you. Like, oh, Caleb, like, you starting to look a little good. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is our second little, like, you know, friend date. Like, he's starting to look good. And then, like, maybe the fourth time, it's like. If you're having four okay, friend dates, I would assume okay, you would communicate something time. like that. It's like, but it's like, once once you feel like it's progressed past a point to where it's like, I can't shake this feeling. Now, at this point, I need to have a conversation with you because yeah, every like interaction with you now, I'm I'm expecting something out of you that you have no idea I'm feeling. Oh, you know? yeah. The only time yeah, I say that should ever there. be the case is when a boundary has been has been uh, teetered. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like so. So, for example, you know, I've been in certain circumstances where. <clears throat> I've been in completely platonic situations and it hasn't gone to anything past those, like anything sexual, anything intimate up like physically. Right. Um, there's been times when I wasn't as much as on my a game. Right. And then as I'll be hanging out with somebody, as I'll be chilling with somebody and there's somebody I could literally for the past, you know what I'm saying? Year, past months, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, just be, watching TV with that person and nothing happened, right? Next thing you know, something might happen. Something almost happens, right? And it could be just the holding of hands. It could be the, the arm around the joint, whatever it may be, you know? And honestly, at that moment, I'm not thinking about whether or not I want to pursue a relationship or whether or not I want to, man, this is my wife one day. It's just like, man, you know, temptation, right? Now, mind you, as that happens, which has happened to me, I got to admit, right? In that moment, now, because I now have crossed that boundary, the safest thing to do in her response, and this is somebody that actually responded in a healthy way, and it's happened a couple times um, just in my lifetime, was them be like, hey, I noticed this, and I actually have these feelings. So what's up, right? And so I think that it's appropriate to do those things when boundaries are crossed or boundaries are teetered, Right? I don't think it's I don't I don't see it conducive to always communicate emotion because I don't know for me um, in in those ways communicating emotion of I'm feeling you I could be feeling you now and not be feeling you later and so I truly just want to see where the friendship goes because the moment I do that what I found 
Nine times out of ten, it's no coming back. Once you communicate, hey, I'm feeling you. Few and far in between have I ever been able to sustain an actual friendship with these people. Because now everything I've done before that is interpreted as, oh, so that means every time there was physical touch. Oh, that means every time he came in, in a clutch and helped me out and helped me move or, or he helped me with um, uh, uh, my, my, my child or he, he helped me do this. It's like, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, yeah. those things are just things I do for people. Yeah. But because no man has ever done that for you before without having something tied to it yeah. or because you never had a friendship like this with the opposite sex where typically what happens is this after these things and you never actually got to experience that, you're now tying me in with experiences and people when, you know, actually these are the things I just do for people and that's not something that is tied to my interest. I'm just expressing interest in the now and that doesn't change all the things that happened before, right? But that's not just, so nine times out of 10, most women I've experienced don't, aren't able to compartmentalize that. It's like, right. okay, well, so it's because you're interested now and I'm not interested, I must cut you off. Fair enough. But for me, I'm like, I can be interested, I can be interested you make it very clear you're not interested, and then we still do still be friends. Because for me, I'm like I, I wasn't banking on this. I just said something, Facts. right? Facts. It's like, like yo, yeah. it's, it's a relationship Facts. between a crusher and a crushee. But I'm saying like, and I'm glad that you said it. Like the question beginning about emotions. Like as a woman, emotionally, like that that is whenever I'm feeling a certain type of way about someone, like. Like you said, a shoulder touch, like emotionally, that's a lot for a woman, especially if you are, if you've had feelings like that for, for a minute, un, unexpressed, uncommunicated, there are no boundaries in this relationship because y'all never been to this point of like, I like you, I don't know if you like me or I'm crushing on you, you don't feel no type of way. So like emotionally, like there ha as a woman, I feel like when those things are involved, there has to be conversation because as a woman, you're going to continue to keep going on and on and on and feelings and feelings and feelings. And now y'all are married in your head with two kids and you got a house and a picket fence and none of that is real in real life. You but but, but so I, how do y'all combat that? Wait, but that's, that's what I'm trying to how say. How do you fight that? That's what I'm saying. The conversation. Well, the conversation. Well, I, but that's the, the conversation thing. I don't think the come. conversation. Oh, even oh, before wait. the conversation, though. Huh? Well, what, even before the conversation. You got to combat the emotion. Emotions, emotion. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the fantasies that they create. Well, before we get there, can, can, I, can I, before we get there, because it was a lot in the, in the, in the. <laughs> But it's the truth. It's Look, the truth. No, I it's for a fact. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard this. No, no, no. I heard this before. I got sisters too. I've heard before. I'm just like, damn. Like you can stop it in the beginning, but it's like, I just. Indeed. Indeed. The fantasy. Sorry, that's this my is, logic. The fantasy. This that's is my very, logic. Look, this is very interesting though. Too. As somebody who's touched many a shoulder in my day. Jesus. <laughs> you know. Oh gosh, I just there was like five different things I wanted to say. I have didn't say any of them. I did say any of them. Self control. Even though I'm not like a it's a fruit of the spirit. Not like a, a physical touch bended person relationship. Like I express physically, you know what I'm saying? Emotion like like my, my care for people. Indeed. It would be I would not communicate that if somebody has physically touched you, 
that now it must mean this. That's you, I just, though. No, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, and, and I'm, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just saying for those that are listening, yeah. like when you say something like, yo, once, you, once, you, once I feel the total touch, that means this. Yeah. That's that's what you okay, but yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the context of what you meant. Hopefully, I, I can get there. So I think that when that happens and you're not used to it, your mind can take you places. But the tough part is that's what I'm trying to say. Just because your mind took you somewhere because you experienced something out of the norm does not mean that there has to be a conversation that comes from that. Well, because I, because the tough part is, is that when you start talking about platonic relationships, yes, it's safer to assume that every guy that expresses those things is interested in you. That's the safest thing to do, because then you don't have to put yourself in a place of like, OK, bet this is an exception to the rule. Most men are like this. Men do this. Women do this. Women, women are like this. OK, cool. But it takes more risk to say, man, you know what? This person is going and involving themselves in physical touch and there's nothing involved. I'm going to assume the best and be like, you know what? This is a brother in Christ who just actually just touches women. Now, or on the other aspect. I touch women. Uh, oh, and oh, don't double oh, down. I said it. Yo, don't double down. Hey. <laughs> yeah. My God. Uh, I'm the side hug champion. You what? feel me? Side hugging daps. I don't. It, it, it is what it what? is. It's giving white van with no van. Okay, so whoa. Cook this nigga. Look, there is a beard on my mustache. We're good. I'm gonna bring clarity. <laughs> what? I'm gonna bring clarity to you, happening? and I'm gonna answer your question at the same yeah. time. So praise God. Cook these niggas. <laughs> so. I say it's important to have a conversation because for women, mm-hmm. right, we we get to a point where we're feeling someone, this 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 feeling is constant, it's keep going every time I'm involved with you, every time I'm interacting with you, I can't, it can't go back to just regular because now I feel a way. Nothing has been expressed, nothing has been communicated, there's no boundaries. I say the conversation needs to be said, so as women, for a woman, we can know, like, okay, listen, I I know we've been hanging out for a little while, like, you're my friend, whatever, like, I'm, I, I'm now at a place where I'm really starting to see you as more of a friend, and it's affecting how I interact with you, it's affecting how I view our interactions, and I just need, to, I need this to be said, so this is out on the table, I and if you choose to say, well, hey, I feel this way about you, or I don't feel this way about you, that's cool, the conversation is cool, so now, in our heads, we're not, there's no, there's no marriage, there's no kids, there's no house, there's no fence I'm taking the shoulder touch as what it is a shoulder touch so the conversation is important for women so that they there it's out on the table so that way you understand like okay if I'm acting weird like all right this is why and if if this is the end of this relationship as a friend like I feel like mature women can take that. I'm not, we're talking about maturity and people with self-control. We're not talking about all that other stuff. For sure. <laughs> you know, I want to say yeah. preface to yeah. that. We're talking about people who are mature and have self-control. If you're having these, if you're at the end of this conversation as a woman, if you would have been like, you know what? I appreciate you sharing that. 
I don't feel the the same way that you feel. I, I, I respect how you feel. You know what I'm saying? And we can discuss boundaries in that relationship from that point. Mm-hmm. But all the mystery, all the, 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 the fantasy, all of that is out now because now I'm clear on where you are. That makes sense. That makes and sense. So I think what, what, what you're talking about, I, I think is very, a valuable, a valuable piece in a, in a, in a friendship. Um, it's, Friendship. It's, it's, it's communication, communication. It's transparency. It's honesty. I think at, at, at any in any case, if we enter into a friendship <clears throat> and there is a shift in how you feel towards me, whether it's I just noticed that you look really really good all the time every day, or whether it's or whether it's or whether it's, or whether it's I notice. Dang, I say that all the time. You. Suck as a person, what? and I don't want to be your friend anymore. I think the value in the friendship is based in your ability to be honest yeah. and transparent. Yeah. And so it's it's less about um, what you need or what I need. It's what this friendship needs to be a friendship, yeah. which is honesty, transparency, and communication. And so I think it is. I think it is wise. Again, like to Mitch's point, though. You can feel something one day and you can wake up the next day and be like, ah, I don't know. But we all know once you get to that point where you feeling somebody, it, it ain't it ain't one of them fleeting things. It's one of the things where it's like, okay, nah, like I'm at a restaurant and I'm at, I'm picturing what it would be like if me and you was here together. Yeah. You know Do y'all saying? not I'm compliment at, the, at, the, the, the at, uh, women around you? Well, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm, just, I'm really confused. Okay, man. wait, well, wait, wait, wait. What you confused about? I'm, yeah, I'm not. Conf- what, what's confusing about having an honest mean? and open? Communicative oh, yeah. friendship. What are you? Oh, yeah. What you talking about? That's confusing me. Well, no, so what I, are you confused about? I, I get about? that. I don't, I don't. like like. By 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 you saying like oh oh you look good like I, there there doesn't have to be something tied to that. Well, that's not no, what no. I'm saying. Yeah. That's not what I'm you saying. You can say that. So, you can Mitch, say that to what? anyone. It only affects the person. Do you she do that? Feels, if she wait, feels wait, do you do that? About you. Do you do that? Do, do we, I do? Do what? I compliment my friends? Well, I'm telling Lasha. Yeah, compliment my friends. Okay, like yeah. like you'll say like, hey, yeah, oh, you're very beautiful, gorgeous, yes. Okay, or yes. be like, damn, girl. But, but that, yeah, exactly. Don't do, you don't do that. But but, but I do my friends. But I think the the point the point here is, oh, oh okay, I thought he was oh, he gonna end this. Yeah, okay. This is tradition. This <laughs> is tradition. You got he wrote it down. All right, you are. Come on. Hey, come on. Um, yeah, yeah. Come come. And then we gotta get CJ, man. Where's CJ? Oh, CJ is CJ yeah, going? Is CJ uh, here. Damn, we got a lot of After Tony is gonna be CJ. Yeah, a lot of niggas. Okay. Nah. Just, just put There's up. another seat. Just wait, wait, wait till, wait till he... Wait till yeah, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. CJ, you gonna be last. Go ahead. What, Go what, ahead. You, what you got? In my back. Okay. Go ahead, Tia. Okay, I, I... Well, hold on. Can we get Can we get some? No, I was gonna say, I do... I don't know if you understood what Demaria was saying about why it would be important to have that conversation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I definitely do. Yeah, which, which is why I communicated, like, that's something that happened in, in the times where I breached or even, like, teetered some boundaries myself. It's like, man, I understand, like, dag, I'm actually impacting you in a negative way now or in a way that is causing the friendship to now deviate mentally for you because I think that the communication is important when something like a boundary is teetered. But even if a, if a boundary is not... I say friendship boundary, Right. So I feel like even if a boundary technically hasn't been broken, it's I just it's so hard. I feel like to be friends with someone and then you have like secret feelings. I think you know what I mean? Like, I think that. No, no. 
Yeah, no, I disagree. It's me. Okay, it's this for you. Yeah, for you personally, yes. I sure. okay. Okay, maybe. All right, I'll make it. I'll make it me. Okay, I guess it would be really hard. I, I think that. It's not that deep to say, oh, I do like you. And then, hey, we talk about it. You don't like me. That's cool. Like, and and we're go, we go back to friends. I think that that's an important conversation to have because I would hate for people to be friends and, and you're maybe giving advice from a place of like, no, I like you. And now it's cute. Like it gets really, I think it gets really, really messy it's and we're facts. human it's and facts. it's normal, but like you, you have to be very self-aware and, and, and be open. And so I would, I would err on a side of, saying it not saying it as soon as you feel it because you're right sometimes feelings go away a lot of times like trey said once you get to the point where you're like nah i actually do like this person it's not that fleeting yeah um and i don't know i was talking to faith about this like i'm one of those people like as soon as i don't see you for four days like it's gone like it doesn't take that long for the feelings (laughs) distance does not make the heart go fonder i will forget (laughs) your face like (laughs) that's that's all i need so (laughs) but i do think between men and women it's really important to to be able to feel like you can be open with that, because would you rather someone be talking to you, looking at you, and they're imagining you somewhere else, and 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 you? This is not the best this friendship could be. You're yeah, just not getting yeah. the best that this could be. Because it's not a it's not a real friendship for both of y'all. Yeah, it's not. It's not true. I don't. But I, just, I know, Mitch. I know hey, you. Hey, man, look. If you can be in yeah, secret so feelings you, with you, your friends. Okay. Okay. So here's, here's actually have feelings now, for that friend. Now, now, that's what I'm trying to say, fam. Like, I, I, to what capacity are you using the word friend? I think is important because. Um, hmm. I'm trying to say this while also okay maybe I could be speaking from a place of tilted experience but I'm not going to speak from my own standpoint I'm going to play it safe and speak on other standpoints there are women who I'm friends with (coughs) that are very beautiful right and I'll bring them around certain circles. Immediately, they're liked by majority of the community. Mm-hmm. Now, in the midst of them being liked by a good, a good portion of the people around me, whether that be men or whether that be women, the suggestion now is, well, understanding your affection that you're getting to this person because they're attractive, you like how they're serving, you like how they're da-da-da-da, you like how they're communicating. Man, let me, let me communicate that. Yeah, I don't think that's always conducive. That's not, I think where, that, that's not what's being said, though. Okay. Uh, look, fam, if, if you're telling me that I'm, I'm gaining emotion for somebody, do you communicate that? Yes or no? If you are at a point where you like this person more than a friend, yes. that's yes. what we're saying. That's literally what I just said, bro. So you're... you're I, I, I literally you're just said the same thing. So you, do you think it's okay to be in a friendship with somebody you like more than a friend and, and never, say anything. never say anything? Yes. Okay. Well, then no. you, you bro, know, we're bro, gonna let bro. that go. I've seen it happen so much. <laughs> we're gonna let that go. Bro, I've seen it happen so much. Yeah, there's, no, there's no point. I, no, 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 point. no. Wait, wait. It's, it's not about it's no point. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is it's also his perspective. So yeah, I'm used to being invalidated. What I'm trying to say is is that one. when it comes to people, look, there are people around me personally that I'll know that there's more than a friend thing there. You know what I'm saying? It's about my response. It's not about their feelings. It's about my response, the, the, the responsibility I have on my end. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, I remember um, uh, uh, one of my mentors was communicating something to me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it as vague as possible so nobody. But one of my mentors communicated something to me, and there was a woman who essentially was like 
a, a stripper before. You know what I'm saying? Actually, currently. And with that being said, she was attracted to this person. And I remember asking, I'm like, so how do you gauge this relationship, even as a context of you being somebody that's, that's married? He's like, man, honestly, she doesn't even realize she's not even attracted to me. She's attracted to my calling and how I am as a man of God. And so she doesn't even realize that what she's gaining from me is something that she should have been getting from men her entire life. And so she just has that attraction. Now, does that mean it has to be communicated? Am I just definitely a, 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 the concept isn't, hey, even communicate this to married people. You know what I'm saying? I, I, not that at all. What I'm saying is, is that you can be attracted to somebody. You can like somebody as more than a friend, but also not have to act upon your emotion. Because all that is is emotion. That's just emotion. And if you're able to be around that person and not operate in emotion, there can be time where that just goes away. There have been people I've liked, you know what I'm saying? And then just by being around them and finding out more and like, man, you know, I thought I liked you this way. But really, I was just attracted to the like the the the, the thought of yeah. and the 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 emotion of and the camaraderie, and I just didn't. Man, this is actually something I should have been gaining around women in general my entire life. Yeah. And so there is like there for me, it's like the, now the attraction is even cut off. Yeah. Because I was just I was able to understand like, man, maybe I don't like you. I just liked the concept of you and yous, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I don't think it always has to be a thing where, hey, when you, when you have a secret feelings, in other words, you just like them. You know, the, the, well, the, the, I, the concept of secret feelings, I, that's like it, it almost puts the, con- the perspective like you're plotting. Now, well, if you're I'm talking a, about if you, if you are unable to continue your platonic friendship with them. That's what I'm talking about. And also the context <laughs> of the unable. original question was a close friend. Yeah, Not close just somebody friend. you're in a community with, not just somebody you know. And I feel like the best way to combat is, that is to call it out. Yeah. Like, why, yeah, that's yeah the best this way is the first time put close friend was used. Okay, close, close, close friend. Okay. I mean, uh, we all can, this rewind exists. So, but yeah, so um, with that being said, right, like even, even with close friends, right, I, I, I do think that that does change the context a lot but I still think that um when it comes to close friends I would say it's important to communicate that Mm -hmm. for sure right yeah because then you Um, end up in a pseudo relationship it's like a relationship that replaces a real relationship (laughs) but I also feel like all your emotional I don't but but like like but I also think the importance to communicate that comes with context I don't think it but I don't think it always has to be done that's just me oh yeah for sure sure. yeah because it can come and go for sure, Uh-oh. for sure. It's bright. What up, Tone? What up to ya? Sorry. Almost said Tony. I didn't know you were done. Okay, sorry. My um, bad, Tiana. <laughs> I'm Tiana, if you didn't know. Um, nice shirt. Thank you. Yeah, but hey. um, Anyways, so, uh, okay, it was a lot. I kind of wrote down points so I could stay focused. But anyways, um, okay, so to kind of go back to uh, your question, Mitch, before I get into other things, um, you, you asked, like, you know, what's the benefit of women being more emotional? And I agree with, I don't, I don't know what her name was. The, um, Demaria? Demaria. Yes, I, I agreed with everything that she said. Um, hi. Hilarious. Um, I also, 
wanted to add to like the definition of emotional. And so like, what do you mean by emotional? Um, Cause most of the time when people say that about women, it, they usually just mean like they cry a lot. Responsive. If, yeah. If that's yeah. all you mean, it's in the negative context. Yeah. Well, but if that's what you like, what did you mean by that? Yeah. Or is that what you meant or no? Like, well, just, I, I didn't have it. Like, so, so what I was saying is, is that, if this is how we're going to communicate this culturally, I think it's also conducive to communicate the benefits of being emotional. So whatever definition you pick, cool, yeah. Yeah, if whatever you define emotion as, make sure you also communicate the benefits of it because this is if this is if this is what you're saying God has made you as, then I think it's important to communicate whatever you're defining as emotion, talk about that in a positive light as well. So what what are the benefits of being emotional? That's oh, what I'm okay. Well, then I wouldn't so then I wouldn't call women emotional, like more emotional than men, because the emotion that men present is just anger. And that's what they're allowed to show most of the time. And so it's like just because we cry doesn't mean that men are not showing any kind of emotion. So we're all emotional. Yeah. It's just what we've been allowed to present. And so yeah, okay. I wouldn't say women are more emotional. So that's why it makes it hard for me to kind of answer the question. Yeah, but I would say that culturally, another thing, culturally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I was going to add is I think because we've been allowed to present a wide range of emotions, we're more emotionally intelligent. And that is just something that men have not been taught from a young age. Another thing we've been taught is to, pay attention and to read body language and all of that stuff. And so like when we talk about like women's intuition, I really, I really don't think that's discernment. I think it's just an advanced level of observation that you guys just don't hmm. have. So hey, like, yo, I got it. My so, you finished. What? So like, I don't, I really don't think women are like, Oh, I just have a feeling. I think it's like, no, I, I saw what she looked like. I saw this, I, and I know how that feels. I know what that is. It's because, like, I'm seeing things literally. It's not like some, like, otherworldly thing. Like, discernment is a thing, and you're right. Discernment is a, is a gift from the Holy Spirit. There's no reason that men and women shouldn't have discernment. So where is this coming from? Like, why are women so-called like better at this than men? I think it's, again, we've been taught at a very young age to pay attention, to look at how people are looking at you. Um, are you going to wear that? I mean, all of that stuff we've been taught to like, look at, yes, what is going on around us. It's been for safety. It's been for fitting in. It's been for so many other reasons that men have just not had to like had to do that from a very young age and so can I, can I ask you a quick question sure okay so you talk about like how women have been taught certain things from a very young uh -huh. age would would you say all of that has been from a healthy place oh no okay like I said it's like a lot of it's been to fit in it's for sure to match what the culture is to to see what um you know what I mean it's called masking it's it's, I'm looking at what everybody else is doing and I'm going to do that, which is why like mental health wise, why boys get at diagnosed so much younger than women is because they're not taught to mask. They're not taught to fit in. And so we deal with things we, you know, like, especially with, and I talk about this a lot, especially with ADHD and autism, women are not getting, women are not getting diagnosed until teenager or young adult. 
men, especially in white men, they're getting diagnosed at two. How are you figuring out that a two-year-old is not fitting in? But a black woman doesn't figure it out till she's 30. There's a thing with that, and it's called masking. It's been, I've been taught, I've been forced to figure out how to fit in. I know how to sit here. I know how to control my body language, and I know how to read the body language of everyone else, and so then I can adjust to make sure that I fit in. And so I don't, again, I think we've been calling it women's intuition, but I really just think it's, we've been taught to observe our world in a way that just men haven't either had to, or again, haven't been intentionally taught to. So, yes. Oh, and then, oh, sorry. I was going to just comment really quick on like the fleeting emotions thing. That was really driving me crazy because I teach 10 year olds and like the way you're describing it, it's like, oh, if I have a feeling for somebody and it goes away the next week, I'm like, that's such a, like, again, it's on emotional intelligence. It's like, I really don't think she was talking about, oh, I kind of feel something today and then I'm going to wait a week. Like, no, if she's saying something, it's because it's been months. It, it may have been years. <laughs> like, I mean, you never know. Like, it, but the whole, like, if I don't see you in four days and I'm over it, it's a very emotionally immature thing. And right, so it's right, like, right. if I think that, if I'm like, oh, okay, like, I kind of like, like what he had on today, I'm kind of like feeling something, I'm going to wait a week or two or <laughs> yeah. three or four yeah. or ten to, before I never say anything like yeah I'm not gonna yeah. say anything until I know for sure that okay yeah maybe I yeah I am feeling him and then even then I might not say anything it's gonna but that's just a very it, it's an emotionally mature thing it's very yeah. immature to act on immediate feelings it's something that 10 year olds do it's I have a crush on you and then the next day they're like who was that? I forgot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like your friend. <laughs> but anyways, okay. Good point. That was it. That's a good point. Good point. Okay. Good point. Good point. Tony? Well, no, I got. I thought I want to respond. Cause that was. Oh, this is this is gosh. That was a lot of a lot of a lot. I thought we were gonna get out of here. Nah, bruh. Nah, hell. Yeah. So, let me work backwards. Um, it, it was it was interesting hearing that, but also hearing, you know. In in conclusion, you also said that you could have that, but also in times not communicate that. I don't think that's wrong that you didn't. You know what I'm saying? Have what? The feelings? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the conversation here is, if it is there, then you should communicate it. Yeah, like late, once and when, that's what but I then mean. You, like, but then you said like, oh, yeah, but sometimes even still, I won't. And I'm like, hey, and that's okay. No, and that's the beginning stages that I was talking about. Like, I don't think she meant, I know she said like, you should communicate it right away. But I think what she I don't meant, think she meant was that either. Yeah, I don't think she meant that either. Ten months down the road, when I've realized it, I need to say Once it. Once it's taken root, yeah, then I need to say you, something. When you know it's Not real, when I feel yeah. it, it's when I know it's real, yeah. and that's way later. And that's what I think she was trying to say. Think about yeah. it over the weekend, and then we a, get to the next person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, it, I don't. I, yeah, to try to, to try I, to gauge the realness of feelings, yeah, I think you know, is already so, a. It's okay. A slippery that, slope. But that's but. the emotional intelligence that I'm talking about. That's difference yeah. between men and women. It's okay, you should, so you should this, be able this, to this know whole, what's real. Okay, so I'm not trying to. I'm really trying to understand because um, what you're essentially saying is that it has little to no nothing to do with nature, but just nurture. No, Correct. I didn't say, uh, what about what about like communi- when to communicate it? 
no, my bad. I'm I'm, I'm off the, the the last point. My, I'm, uh, oh, more oh, the oh, oh, yeah, oh, we're yeah. not talking about her no more. Okay, so, or what yeah, she said. Okay, yeah. sorry. Oh, no, I was talking about what you said initially as far as like oh. when to communicate it, but now more so to the first point about things like emotional intelligence oh, okay. and just um, uh, gauging emotion, understanding emotion, intuition, et cetera, uh-huh. emotional intuition, whatever, uh, to whatever extent. Yeah. Um, you're saying that that's na- nurture, not nature. Oh, you're saying it's something that we've been talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, like, is oh, it, you're, you're, yeah. you're, from what I'm hearing, you're saying that it's, it's nurture, not nature. Yeah, for, for sure. Okay. Yes, because she's essentially what no, she's saying yeah, is I'm the saying discernment like is, is gained because yeah. women are raised a certain way and men are raised a different way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I will never discredit the concept of nurture allowing how people are, especially in uh, the society we are today. But I don't think that it has nothing to do with nature. I think there's... Um, uh, extensive sure. studies on science when it comes to emotional aspects of uh, women and the mechanical aspects of men. And that's going to be st- stretched across all cultures, even in the animal kingdom. Um, now, to this uh, emotional intelligence piece, um, the tough part about hearing that is, is that, yes, men are not as great communicators of emotion mm-hmm. in certain contexts. Yeah, but... Because uh-huh. when you talk about women just being more emotionally intelligent, yet when I talk to a good majority of men, married, relationship, or even friends, them not even feeling the safe space within women to communicate emotion... How is it that you're emotionally intelligent, but you don't create a safe space for emotion? That don't make no sense to me. So emotional intelligence shouldn't just be I can communicate emotion. It should be I should invite safe space for emotion to be communicated and expressed. And so if men don't even have the, the safe space to even have emotion expressed, I can't even try. This, and, and this is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, you. Men can try to be shamed in the therapy, but when... We get there, or even before we get there, am I going to feel safe even being here? And I think that's important. Yes, you can tell me all the terms. You can tell me what I'm feeling. You can point it out. But are you going to do it in a way that I feel safe to even express it? So, yeah, I, yes, do women know more terms? Sure, when? Cool. But I think that when we're talking about what emotional intelligence being exemplified through empathy, and I literally have the ability to feel as a man. Not a lot of men have that expression because when I ask the men around me in relationships, and this is across the board, when's the last time she checked on you emotionally? The responses I get don't sound like emotional intelligence to me. And so, yes, if we're, if we're defining emotional intelligence as knowing terms and defining terms, cool, sure. But, but, I think that, but, 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 but I'm not. Like, okay, then, then, then I don't want to hear that women that. are more emotionally intelligent then. But I, I, never I don't want to hear that then. But did you hear why I said that? Why Nurture. Women? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because right. the culture. Be- starting from childhood. Like, but I it, never but said it was one. A- like, you're for right. sure. I'm, I'm, I'm right. making it one aspect. But you sure. are. You're talking about the aspect of creating a safe space for men. You're right. That definitely poor. F. Failed. Like, you, Is that I, emotionally intelligent? It's a part of it. It's a bigger, like, emotional intelligence I mean, and just the fact that you think it's one thing is telling me that 
But you're saying that we're not emotionally more intelligent because of this one aspect. No, 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 When I was talking, I'm not trying to make it. I was talking about how we've been allowed to be aware of all the emotions that we've had. That's a part of it. Being able to see and also being able to see it in other people. The fact that you guys have only been like the fact that you guys think that and I say you guys as in just society thinks that being emotional is just crying a lot when men are allowed to show anger just shows like how like informed that society is about what emotions and emotional intelligence is. Like, again, I'm not saying like, I disagree with you that this space hasn't been created, but then you have to like, look at too, like why that space has been created. Like you, I mean, you really have to look at like misogyny and all of that stuff. It gets pretty deep. Like the reason why, like, and misandry. That's a yes. That's a thing, but not my point. Um, It's uh, it's it's the male version of massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Um, Which exists. It's just a, it's a lot. So like, I really do think that like biblically, like men are leaders. You are meant to lead. You are meant to like all, all that stuff. It's a big responsibility that I'm like not jealous of, and the the society that we that we live in has been led by men. A lot of the like societal norms have been created by men. And so the idea that men are not allowed to show emotional and being vulnerable is not something women decided. It was the charge that we followed. And yeah. so yes, as we've become more aware of the issues in our society, more women are becoming aware like okay, I know that my dad told me and my and the grandpa told him and the granddad the great granddad told him that men are not supposed to show emotions but like we are now being becoming more educated in that aspect and we realize now like that was not healthy but like to say like the reason that men can't like the reason men don't have a safe space to show their emotions is because of men like that was something that Men put in place it, because it, of men or because of society. Because of society, which is basically just blaming men. Okay. Yes, because the, uh, yeah, but blame the patriarch. I, 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 Look, I, I think there's, there's can I respond? Thing, can I respond? Like, because it was it was in response to something I said. Yeah. Look, I look. I never said that, um, uh, or I never wanted to communicate that um, the proof of emotional intelligence is uh, not just understanding terms, but um, Huh? You said that. I never said the proof of it. I was giving an example. I, I, what, I, what I'm trying to say is, and this, this is what I'm trying to say. This is me as a man looking and empathizing with other men and then communicating their feelings. And so when I'm communicating that men are not feeling safe to even open up around women because of the responses that they get, yeah. then this should be more conducive to the aspect that, yeah, well, maybe women need to work on their emotional intelligence more than they think. Because just because you know the terms, when I'm asking men around me, do they actually feel safe around communicating their emotions, not with other men, but let's just talk about with women. I'm not trying to make it a trump of who's better or who has more emotional intelligence. I've never tried to make it that. I think that as people, as humans, we, especially in this culture today, there are things that I do know how to communicate within men and within other women. Now, I do think men are struggling on when it comes to not just the terminology, but even the expression of it. But I'm never going to make it a better or worse because I think that when we simply make it about that, people group themselves up in those groups that they shouldn't be in. Because as I'm looking around, like, I'm not just exaggerating. I'm saying 
in the relationships around me, men aren't getting checked on. That's just a reality. And so how you, and so if I'm telling you, is that emotional intelligence? Yes or no? So I'm, I'm not, mind you, that's, that's an example. But also, hey, when you're talking about this, hey, when you're communicating what they're feeling, communicating the emotion is as important as the emotion. Because as you're communicating it, you don't want to just say, you're angry. Well, okay, now where are we at? Emotional intelligence is responding to the anger appropriately to address it as is and then feel the safety to go to a different level of, all right, man, why is this here? And the why is more important than the what. Because the issue, the, the reality is emotion is emotion and it can never be invalidated. It happens. It is what it is. It's a part of humanity. And so, yes, I'm, 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 I'm affirming what you're saying in the aspect that nurture plays into that. But I also believe that nature plays into it. But I'm also not going to sit here and act like I see the reality of the men around me. And the men around me are hurting. And the men around me don't feel safe talking about their hurt to women. But also, I want to add, too, like, we're not even talking about the same. Like, we're not talking about this subject in the same light. Like, you're giving very specific examples. And I'm giving you general. Like, because if, if I start giving you, like, specific answer, like specific examples, then, like, I think we'd be on the same like same page but it's like again I'm not invalidating that that's not happening I I I said I I mean I I agreed with you to a degree but like I'm also not talking about specific examples because also if we just replay the tape and what each of you has learned from a woman your woman friend it's been empathy and so it's in complete contrast to what you're literally saying right now you're saying women are not creating a safe space and yet all the women that you have all talked about have created that safe space so it's like we can go back and forth about like specific like situations but I haven't been arguing that because just from this one show both think like you're saying it doesn't happen with your friends and then you all just said that it's happening yeah and so so, like, so, but so again, we got two other people in response to that I'm for sure yeah. generally for sure in and, 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 and mind you mind you I'm not I'm not trying to take away from the general generalizations that you're speaking of but the I'm not. So this is this is what I'm trying to say. So if you understand what I'm saying, I'm what I'm trying to combat is you just generalizing the concept that women are just more emotionally intelligent than men. And I'm I, just yeah, that's interesting. Keep going. Yeah, I, I like. But when I hear about what emotional intelligence is, I'm looking at not just the term. I'm looking at the actions. And so I'm just saying I think it should be challenged. I'm not saying that. This is that or that is that. I'm just looking, sitting in the middle, and I'm like, man, there are things that men need to work on. I'll affirm that. There's things that women need to work on. I'll affirm that. And Which I, is I, creating that safe space for men to be able to exactly. share their emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All sure. I'm addressing is from the middle. I'm like, hey, yeah, I hear this conversation of women just, hey, we're out here. We're, okay, but, yeah, let's, let's, let's challenge that, though. And I hear that because I've, I've not held back <laughs> where I'm standing with men either. Let's challenge that. I'm challenging both sides. And so I, I just think it's important to communicate those things, kind of like taking it back in the same way where I talked about things like um, um, uh, empathy and, and, and how, we, how, we, how we communicate that and how we, how we, how we display that. I, I think that that's just, that's just my heart in, in trying to just see both sides grow. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I would not be operating how I usually communicate if I don't challenge. And I'm like, okay, yes, I hear that. 
but there's also areas in which that can grow. And I don't think that should just be the statement that is led with. Cause I don't think that's even helpful in, cause I've heard that used as a weapon. Most what? of the time, the what? women women are just mostly intelligent. Yeah, even in the I, therapy, I don't, I don't like. I've I've heard that used as a trump card. You know what I'm saying? Rather yeah, than sure, a place sure. of safety. Mm-hmm. And so, if mm-hmm. if that's how it's being met, then or, or being introduced, I think that that can also change because that's also part of emotional intelligence, knowing how to communicate your intelligence. I, and I, I would even just I'm not even trying to like. Mm. You know what I'm saying, but uh, <laughs> I would even say I, I I don't necessarily know if I agree or disagree with the statement, but I think maybe a more um, it just from my perspective a more like accurate depiction of what I'm perceiving you're trying to communicate is women have they have a higher level of comfortability with their emotions. That's just my personal um, personal kind of like interpretation of it because even when I consider what I believe to be emotional intelligence. I think that's something that is more so, um, I'm not going to say that, but I, I think it, for me, I think I see more of a, a level of comfortability with the expression of emotion from women than I would quantify and say women are more emotionally intelligent sure. than men. Because I've even been in some situations with women where it's like, nah, like you're, you're being completely governed by how you feel right now. Completely, and that's not emotional intelligence either. For sure, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, or, or, or like the like, and again, I'm not generalizing all women, but I've just been in situations where like we're grown women, like, you know, you you are you are unable to differentiate how you feel right now and like what's really happening, and that plays a part into like how you are, it, how you react to situations. It's the same thing in men with anger because they get so angry, they are unable to operate in a space. And it's like, that's dangerous. So I, I don't know that I would go so far as to say one is more emotionally intelligent than the other, where I would feel a lot more comfortable saying women have, have always, and I feel like, well, probably just the way it's, it's, it is, like nine times out of ten, you'll find that women are more comfortable displaying and expressing um, a vast majority of emotions than men are. Which I, which I would say within that aspect is in the nature yeah, and for so, sure. Yeah, and so, and so, and so yeah, that's, the, yeah. that's, the, that's why I'm addressing the yeah. nurture aspect, yeah. the cultural with yeah. the with 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 what we're talking about. I'm addressing it's the cultural side of it. It's like, hey, cultural. It, as, I mean, as, culturally, I don't see the, the benefit of that, but nature wise, yes, I, I, I see that for sure. Come on. Culturally, I'm not I'm not gonna say they be like, oh yeah, the culture is teaching us well and to be yeah, emotional. For sure, for sure. I love you so much. Whatever. Like that's <laughs> Caleb kicked her off. Platonic. It's hilarious. Where way to way to throw that in there? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, G? Let's I'm chilling, bro. What up, man? Tony this is, we got the beautiful daughter over here, man. She's yeah, sweet. She sweet. knocked she out, gone. bro. You got me. Yeah. yeah. So you gonna talk on the mic? Yeah. <laughs> she out, bro. She out. Hey, first of all, shout out to Tony, man. You graduated. Uh, met a Joshua today. Your uh, discipleship class. You know what I'm saying? Teaching men to be emotionally intelligent. You know, oh absolutely, my, my guy. Thank you, yo. I was gonna say uh, that hand touch thing was funny to me. So like, can I paint a picture of that? Go ahead, bro. Please I'm, do. Uh, paint the picture, artist. I haven't touched man's. I'm, I'm working at uh, <laughs> I'm working in Atlanta on this mural. Uh, Trouble, the rapper that passed away, um, and it's it's a young lady there. I wasn't expecting to for a young lady to be there, right? Um, and 
I remember specifically tapping her on her shoulder, and she melted. Like, I could see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she just was... <sighs> so, it's like, like those things are real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those things definitely um, depend on how it's being received. Because to me, it's like, hey, it's a tap on the shoulder. I'm about to go take a nap because I'm tired. You're reading this completely opposite what it is. You're thinking whatever high imagination you're thinking. I'm thinking, like, I got to get this money for my daughter and my wife and make it back home. You get what I'm saying? So... That's definitely real. You know me, man. I take notes already. Um, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just read this because it's late. Um, platonic relationships are possible, but it needs to be a mutual understanding from both parties. Boundaries have to be set. Um, we have to be understanding that people have hidden agendas, hidden motives at times, and sometimes it's cunning, but other times it can be as simple as insecurities, yeah. um, as yeah. well as the fear of rejection, um, our fear in general. Um, but ble- but being platonic and not pursuing um, have ruined a many of my friendships with women that I genuinely love that I was protecting, but it turned into, but I want you from the woman's perspective. Um, and I was completely cut off from the communication afterwards, which isn't fair to neither people because you can stop talking to the very individual who was simply here to show you decent men are available, who ain't just trying to smash, who value themselves, what they have to offer, as well as you and their relationship with God and holiness, and that there is someone for you, or you can be blocking what may later be your husband or wife. Um, Feelings do grow in relationships, so you have to know when to discern what can eventually crash your relationship or marriage um, and completely back away when it comes down to being in a relationship and having platonic relationships. Mm. Um, Know yourself, know your boundaries, um, so in closing, I know me, so I know my boundaries. I know where I, where I need to be. I know where I don't want to be, where I don't need to be. I know who to be around, who not to be around. Um, and I think that's, that's pretty, pretty much me just in closing and just dealing with just platonic relationships, man. So. So appreciate that. Jake. Appreciate it. Thank you. Tony. Appreciate you, man. Last, but definitely you. not least. Talk to us, young sir, young scholar. What up, CJ? I know it's all good. I hope you enjoy the drinks. Absolutely. Hey, man, that's an understatement. (laughs) Loved it. I still got some left. Hey, Hey, let me hold the rest of it. I'm sorry. We still got some left. Let me see that. Oh, you still got cans left? I I really just want to see it. You still got some refreshers left? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not getting this. No, say less. Talk to us about this, man. We got some off-world refreshers. Yeah, so uh, that's the name of the company. We are a new startup company. We uh, it's called Off World Coffee. So just a little backstory. Uh, I moved to the U.S. in 2019, and uh, I was in my junior year of college. I moved straight to Waco to to finish college. The plan was get your degree, get a job, just give the American dream out. And uh, then I had my first cup of coffee, and uh, everything changed. Yeah. <laughs> I like what it's coffee doing. Coffee do that to you, bro. I know. I know. Coffee yeah. do that to you, I mean, bro. On the, on the positive side, I enjoyed that boost of energy and the aroma I gave off, bro. Yeah. Uh, on the downside, I had, like, really bad side effects. Like, the insomnia hit me hard, the jitters. Yeah. So I grew up in Cameroon. That bathroom? It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> that bad. Yes, Lord. Room. Nah, ain't going to lie. So... <laughs> I grew up drinking a lot of tea, so coffee was fairly new to me. Then uh, I was like, I, there's a lot of people out there like me that are more of tea drinkers, but they love coffee, but they just hate drinking coffee because of those side effects. Yeah. 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 So, and, so I was like a little bit like, should I keep drinking this and just 
manage the side effects or I could do something different. So sure. I decided to do something different. So on the side where I was waiting for school to resume and to get my papers all worked out and everything, I was working on the side of the side project and just trying to figure out how to reduce the side effects of coffee. Just I hate that bitterness too. Yeah. Reduce the bitterness and uh, just make it, just put some spice on it. That, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I ended up working on there for like a year. Decided to drop out of school. And um, 20, 2020, end of 2020, decided to start the company. So so like uh, our coffees is all fruit, naturally fruit infused. So right, right there. Uh, that's uh, Ethiopian coffee. Yeah. Uh, we use hibiscus to reduce the side <laughs> effects. Of the just, coffee. Indeed, indeed. She trying to get the camera up. Yeah, my bad. You good? Pass it, pass it. Take one, pass it down, bro. Yeah. So yeah. So I we uh. One. So we so um. So after doing that, I was like, I really need to com- uh, connect with the community, and yeah. I, f- I found out that a lot, especially in the beverage industry, there's very there's little black representation, especially yeah. when it comes to coffee and. I grew up. I grew up where we ship out a lot of coffee. Like Africa produces a lot of coffee, but we don't consume it. Some of the best. And yeah, like my yeah. Friend, like it's a majority, right? Majority of coffee does come from Africa. Yeah, it does yeah. come from Africa, yeah. and we and, and like, the, the the benefit of it coming back, the dollars coming back to Africa is not there. Yeah, yeah. like uh, I never drank coffee growing up, but I grew up among coffee. I saw coffee cherries. I just like we just shipped yeah. all of that out. So even when I moved over here, I was like. I try to get some info yeah. on like how the coffee industry was and everything, yeah. and I, there was little black representation. Like I could, it was difficult, especially in places like Waco, which is majority uh, white. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so after we like after I set up the company and everything, and uh, I released our first products, uh, the plan was network with a lot of black, with people in the black community. That was, that was my main focus, so just trying to keep that dollar circulating. And, um, yeah, we've, like, uh, we've partnered with a couple of uh, black-owned coffee shops. Such as, can you, can you, can you name those of them? Uh, I think we have, uh, there's uh, Enduro Coffee, and then um, there's, uh, uh, I forgot the name, some, uh, in Grand Prairie. Okay. Yeah, and then there's one in Argentina. Uh, we just, I'm just starting to talk and just, uh, then John, like, uh, The Color of Coffee, featured by Kit. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, hey. So if if you're listening, you know what I'm saying, and you are a black-owned coffee shop or even a black-owned business in the yeah. DFW area, holla at your boy, man. Off world, the refreshes a fire. You know what I'm saying. The coffee is tastes amazing. Thank we you. just want to thank you. you know what I'm saying for coming in here. I appreciate it. Yes. Appreciate the product. You know what I'm saying thank sharing you. the product, These are bro. Fire. Absolutely, man. Real good. Show. Thank you, man. How can people follow you? How can people more. keep in touch with you? No, definitely, definitely. I would. How can people follow you on Instagram and social? Oh, on Instagram, uh, we off wall underscore coffee. Our uh, logo is the alien head, so you, you cannot miss that. Uh, Can't miss the alien. Yeah, you cannot miss that. Uh, on our website, offworldcoffee.com. Yeah. It's and, the uh, coffee yeah. bean as the eyes. Say less. Which is what I'm digging, bro. <laughs> offworldcoffee.com. Offworld underscore coffee on socials. That's Let's crazy. get it. That's fine. All right, man. Y'all know what time it is. This has been another episode of Black Men Do Talk, where we have overdue conversations from a black
black man's Walt perspective. Today. That's, that's Street Hymns. He just bodied that nigga Bobby yesterday. Uh, that's Caleb. He's really enjoying this, this drink right now. My name's Trey. Uh, y'all have a good week, man. Love on your friends. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and we will catch y'all on the next episode. Keep it platonic. Keep it platonic. Keep it platonic. Like it was a DJ drop. <laughs> DJ platonic. <laughs>